you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect it, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, so respect it, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect it, respect it, respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat. What's up, what's up everybody? Episode 50, Respect the Chat is here. We had a one-week layoff. We had to get our thoughts together, let the NFL free agency cool down. Rich is here. What's going on, everyone? Frankie's here. What's up? And the RDC crew is back, man. I'm fresh from Pittsburgh. I'll tell you what, the RDC crew is represented in Pittsburgh That's very, what's up. very well. Shout out to Ryan, my brother-in-law. You're going to respect it. Everybody out there is showing mad love to us. Um, I really greatly appreciate that, and we're really happy that episode 50 is here. Congratulations, y'all. For real. We made it 50 episodes. Dang. Going strong. That is crazy. This is what's up. That is crazy. And, it's like uh, what I look forward to the most throughout the week. Yeah, I do, too. I do, too. I was telling Corinne the other day, I was like, man, we were driving somewhere. Oh, we were driving to Pittsburgh, and I was listening to Joe Rogan podcast, and I was saying to Corinne, I was like, man, I love... To, for that to be my job, you know, right. I could talk about sports all week. I could research, and then uh, we could do two, uh, we we would be able to do two episodes per week if it was our job. It's not, but I understand, man. I I like that is one of the best lives. And the ever. knowledge that we would actually be able to provide. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're the average guy. We got a full time job and families, That's and it. then we're doing this on top of it. Yes. You know, yes, the average guy podcast. But we give good information out there. If people are listening. What we're saying is happening, man. Oh, yeah. You know? I think we in the 50 episodes, we probably hit on like 10 things. Yeah. We all got that one right last, uh, the last few weeks. Did you notice that? You got one right. Mm-hmm. You got um, Antonio, Antonio Brown. Brown to the Raiders. You got what did you, Odell Beckham o- o- to the Browns. Yep. And I got Bell to the Jets. Yeah. So see? We know Come what we're on, talking y'all. about. Put some respect on the Respect the Chat podcast. The RDC crew. That's what they're calling us. We're in the wing column right now. The RDC crew. I like RDC it. RDC crew. Oh, we're definitely. We're, we're still in the red in the amount of money we put out for the podcast. <laughs> oh, but we're that's getting okay. there. That's we're neither here there. nor there. That's neither here nor there. Rich Blood got red. A, yes. Oh, yeah. Big time. Rich got a nice little agenda for us, man. We're going to run down some NFL free agency, which is huge. That'll take up a good portion of our show. But we'll also touch on. The uh, our tournament, the Respect the Chat tournament, we crowned the champion. Um, thanks for everybody who participated. We greatly appreciate that. We're going to talk about maybe a little UFC, a little NBA, a little uh, NCAA tournament, which is happening right now. Round this is the second round. Uh, Maryland and LSU are playing currently as we're recording, so we'll be watching that as well. And um, me, Frankie, I was going to say me and Frankie because I was quick to go in on the bet. Um, Put a little money on today, so we'll you, talk. You got 50 if, if I come nice. away with That's the win. That's very nice of you. Very nice of you. Um, so we'll talk about that as well because that, that could do some good things for us right there. Go maybe, ahead, Rich. Maybe get us out of the red a little bit. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> I guess egg sandwiches. Get, it'll, it'll get our toe out. Right. What, the right. 50 egg sandwiches that we owe each other? from? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. <laughs> Every which, episode, we're which, betting an yo, egg sandwich. That's where he was. He was he was ordering that's right. uh, Firehouse on the way down. That's why I didn't see you guys when didn't you passed Didn't even me. say, yo, you oh, want a Firehouse. Oh, that's interesting because I don't see a bagel in front of me right, right now. Didn't I, even say you want one. It didn't even make it out of the parking lot. It never no, does. No, but what about mine? I, I would have <laughs> liked one. <laughs> you passed the place twice. Why didn't you guys stop? We yeah, that's true. We did. We, yeah, we have. Yeah, we had an agenda. But yeah, that's a that's a good point. 
You're right. All right. No problem. We were close to Burger King there, too, and I just ate when I left the house. But I know if I would have said it out loud, you would have went. Oh, yeah. I don't, you don't, mean, been you don't mean much persuasion. Just say it out loud. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. What we got, Rich? Let's go over the tournament first. Yeah, let's go over there. Uh, our, our, our final four in the tournament ended up being LeBron James mm-hmm. versus Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant won that. Yes. Uh, I, I like I was, it. Yeah, I, I was I was surprised. I just thought with all the, it's LeBron James. You know what I mean? I I I didn't think a lot of people would vote for Durant. I'm a huge Durant fan. I think Durant would have won in a one-on-one matchup, mm-hmm. and he actually ended up winning. And uh, I told you guys about it. What were you guys' thoughts about it? Yeah, Frank. I just think Durant has more weapons in a one-on-one game than LeBron James does. Yeah, I agree. He and can he can create more separation, and he has more. More shop opportunities, I think. Yeah, and I don't know exactly how you said it a couple episodes ago, Frank, but breaking down Durant. Oh, the spacing. You know, you need the spacing in the one-on-one. Durant can get spacing on people. He's got a jump shot. He can get around you and score maybe to the basket one or two times. He can play defense on you because he's long. He's, so he's very intimidating in a one-on-one. And I feel like I, there's these USA games every couple of years, and he's on the team. And when that team gets together, I've heard of, like, one-on-one battles between him, Westbrook, and Paul George. They, like, play, you know, after practice is over one-on-one against one another. So they're still in the one-on-one game. Everybody in their prime, I, I like Durant over LeBron just because of the consistency of the jump shot, too. Yeah, and like we've been saying, this is a one-on-one matchup. We're not saying Durant's the better player than LeBron. Right, right. We're saying in a one-on-one matchup, who do you think will win? Mm-hmm. And Kevin Durant won. The other matchup was Kobe Bryant versus Michael Jordan. Wow. I know Ant, the everything man, wasn't happy with the outcome of this. Shout out to Ant. But uh, Michael Jordan ended up winning that matchup. Yeah. So our final two was the Kevin Durant versus Michael Jordan matchup. And Kevin Durant versus Michael Jordan is great if it was Kobe Bryant versus LeBron James. It would have been great too. There's no way. There's no you know lose in this situation. But I agree. This is what I would have liked to see. The more as the tournament went on, Jordan versus Durant. I'm really surprised Durant had the lead in the beginning. He did. I was in, I wasn't talk about that. Right. And then, Eddie hit us up and was like, "How is this possible? Yeah, yeah. How is Kevin Durant meet, beating Michael Jordan right now?" And he was up for a good portion. And at the end, he people just took off with Michael and. He ended up winning. Yeah. Do you think that, and this is the first time we did this tournament, and and Mike won, and that's great, and he's one of the greatest players that ever, but he's also one of the one-on-one greatest players. He could dominate in any fashion, you know, Michael Jordan. But like, do you think that the, we got what we wanted out of this, like to start this tournament? To be honest, I didn't know what to expect, mm-hmm. you know, because with all those opinions, you really don't know, like – I know we wanted to take legacy out of it. I don't know how much that actually happened. But, I mean, with Durant getting up there, I don't think his legacy is anything compared to what LeBron James's is. Right. So in that aspect, but like you said, I think I think Jordan, not only is his legacy the best in the NBA, but he is also one of the best one-on-one players. And you could tell because of how many times he switched up his game when he was playing in the NBA. He he didn't have one style throughout his whole career. Mm-hmm. As he like got older, he, he developed different kinds of shots, and it really showed how versatile I think he is. You know, right. he, He's really that guy that could do anything. And when it came down to him versus Durant, 
I think they're very evenly matched. I think if they play five times, someone's only going to win three. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But his his attitude and will to win, I think, is what gives him the edge over Durant. Right. And he and that attitude and will to win, um, with him versus Kobe is tied. Yeah. And it's just like whoever would have came out of that, I would have been okay with. Um, because yeah, I think too. they're so similar of players. They they're the most um comparable to each other. Like to compare. Do you think Joe- Mike's defense is better though? I know. I think Kobe's a better defender than what? Mike. Really? Yeah. I I don't know why. And Mike, Mike probably has like all a, a yeah. nine nine no. times in a yes, row yes. defensive player of the year. Yes, I understand. I I understand that. But I also feel like when and this is me. But when Mike is playing defense, he is gonna give you space to let you try to do something on him. You know what I'm saying? He's gonna let you think that you could do something on him, and then he's gonna react to it. Kobe is going to be so close to you that you can't do anything. It's like a smothering type of defense. Mike is like kind of like, he'll give you a couple shots, you know? And then he's going to come a little space on you. But when you rise up, he's obviously he's either going to block uh, you yeah, or strip you or something I like that. I understand what you said. That, that's how I was taught to yeah. play defense in, in middle school. Like, your stance is always directing the person with the ball to where you want them to be. Exactly. And, and that's how Mike played defense. Right. Kobe was just like, I don't care if there's no one behind me. Yeah. You're not going anywhere. I'm not letting you go left. I'm not letting you go right. I'm not letting you do whatever you want to do. You're not doing anything. You that would have been saying? a matchup to see. So, but yeah, the, the I I like what the tournament did. I, I love everybody's input. I was getting my hair cut. People were talking about it. I was getting the coffee. People were talking about it. I was in Walmart. Someone was talking about it. People were texting me about it. That's what I. That's what the we RDC wanted. The RDC crew in Pittsburgh. That's I it. know contributed oh, they, a lot. They, that was a big discussion out there between those kids and man. And shout out to all those college kids. I don't know all their names, but Zach, my man Zach Serberville, man, he is a, he's a good kid. He's really good friends, best friends with my brother-in-law, man. He's got a lot of knowledge. These, these kids got a lot of knowledge about college basketball. Ryan and his friends. And they got a lot of good knowledge about the NBA too. And I was like, I thought that kids, you know. I call them kids, but in college, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was all about LeBron, all about Zion, all about the the flash of what ESPN puts in your face. And these dudes were on the same boat as me, at least in the sense of, like, I don't even think, I don't think Zion is the number one guy. I just think the hype of whatever it is, there's other guys who are just as talented that aren't getting the talk. Rightfully so, he's a great player. But breaking down dudes like that and what they're saying about different guys in the NBA, and, like, they have a vast knowledge of a lot of things. And they were talking a lot about this one-on-one tournament, too, and breaking down why they think the one-on-one game, you know, why one guy had an advantage over the over to the other. So I think this tournament did what we wanted it to do, and I, there's going to be more to come in the future. Some, you know, maybe maybe we'll figure out how to do it football-wise or yeah, something we'll, along those lines. Yeah, we'll definitely get it. I mean, yeah. we still have the big man tournament that, that, that we could throw out there. Yes. So we yes. could do that. But mm-hmm. like you said, Mike, I mean, what we really aimed for with this whole tournament was they're trying to get more people interactive with That's us. It. Yeah. And, I mean, it took off. In the beginning, it was a little slow, but then as it started going, mm-hmm. more people started voting. Like you said, people were talking to us about yeah. it. You know, that one guy who you hit, who hit you up randomly who – Yes. I don't know his name, but I'd love I to give him a shout-out to him. And he had a lot of input – on was it through Facebook? Yes, it was on through Facebook. Facebook and the tournament and what he thought about even the guys that we selected to go on. So it was really cool. Let us know if you want to see more different things, different tournaments, or what we could do to, you know, make it even more interesting. But thanks to everybody. Shout out to the goat, Michael Jordan, man. 
He wins again. The first RDC <laughs> champ. <John> wins again. <laughs> <laughs> Seven in a row. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. You guys want to get right into the, NBA, uh, the NFL? Let's go in the NFL. Is, yeah. A lot happened in the last two weeks. Oh, my gosh. I gave you guys a list, so we kind of just look at it, mm-hmm. and we'll go off of you that. You texted us? Yeah, I, okay. I sent it to you guys. Okay, so we'll just cool. go off of it that way. Can I just say right off the bat that I don't agree with the rankings of this list? I, I don't oh, they're ranked? Th- I don't think it is ranked. I just think it it's just... Just out there? Yeah. Yeah, it has to be, right? I don't think Top 101 free agency... Tracker. It's a tracker. Like Catch the Blitz. This is on Insta- Instagram page. Yeah. Shout out to Catch the Blitz, man, for this. Uh, this yeah, whoever uh, set this up. This, this list. Because this, this helps us good. a lot. Yeah. A lot. All right. So uh, let me ask you guys first, though, because we can get into There's going to be so much we're going to talk about, and it's going to veer off every one of these conversations. So stick with us out there, people. Stick with us. <laughs> Who knows where this might go? Oh, yeah. Strap but in. Let's at least start with this. What do you think was the best move of free agency? Do you have a best move straight off the head? And then if you could track a little bit later, what what move did you say, yes, I like that, makes a lot of sense for the team and that guy? I think the Odell trade. I think okay. both of those teams made out awesome. Okay. You got Odell going back with his friend Jarvis Landry. Oh, yeah. You got Baker Mayfield that matches the same attitude as both of them. You know what I mean? That's going to be dangerous to have all three of those guys hyped up every single game, giving all they can – Baker's a he, he's just gonna sling the ball every single play. Oh yeah, and both of those receivers are gonna go up and get the ball. Yes. that's gonna be an exciting team to watch. And then the Giants. I, I I was on social media. I saw so many Giants fans like I can't believe they traded Odell. They didn't get nothing for Odell. What are you talking about? Mm. The Giants got a first, a third, and Jabril Peppers in return so for Odell. Do you think that's like? Because I was gonna ask you this in a little bit, but I like that you even went there. Do you think that's like an underrated, one of the most underrated things that happened during this free agency? So, the, so the, get the Odell going to Cleveland, you said, is the best move? I think that's the best for, for, both, for oh, okay. both teams. Oh, for both teams. Okay, I like that. For okay. both teams. Okay. I, I think the Giants made out very well with mm-hmm. this. Here's the thing with Odell. Odell always had these little issues with the yeah. team. He always, even with Eli there, he would make comments and, and, and give backlash to the team about him not getting the ball. What do you think is going to happen when Eli leaves that team and that team gets a a, a, a fresh, uh, freshman, a rookie quarterback? Mm-hmm. Odell's not going to want to deal with a rookie quarterback. He's not going to want to deal with the rebuilding of a team. He's mm-hmm. not he's not going to want to deal with that. He wants to score. He wants right. to be that guy. He wants to win. Mm-hmm. So now he's on the Giants. Let's just say they, they, they draft this quarterback this year. The quarterback doesn't pan out the way they want. Mm-hmm. They stink. This quarterback's not good. He, Odell's not getting the ball. What what is Odell Odell gonna start doing? Right, the same thing. Start complaining. Yeah. Start going to social media. Start saying things. Now it's bringing negativity to the Giants. Now that 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 rookie quarterback has more pressure on him because the All Star wide receiver on his team is calling him out. You know, it's yeah. just gonna cause too much drama. Yeah. So Split now, ties. so now the Giants get a now they have two number one draft picks, mm-hmm. two number threes. And they get they, they they replace Landon Collins with Jabril Peppers. Obviously, they're not at the Landon Collins is a better safety than Peppers. Mm-hmm. But Peppers is an athlete. Yeah, and Peppers he, is from that area. He's a New Jersey kid now playing in his hometown for a team that he grew up watching. I think that is a good position that they reloaded with after l- get losing Collins. I agree with you too. I think they, they got, got two, good two first round picks. They also, got, they got yeah. two draft picks in the first round. Very good, very good pickup. And you're splitting ties, yes, from one of the best receivers in the NFL. But you're also splitting ties from a guy who caused a lot of drama there. It, 
most likely is going to cause more drama in the future if things don't go right. He built, I was talking to Frankie about this, he built his stardom. You know, his popularity is not based on your wins and losses as a giant. He is, people either love him or hate him anyway, but he's a superstar, yeah. no matter what. He's, he doesn't need his team success to be. So what's the benefit of trying to strap in and be a team player if it's like, well, I, it doesn't matter to me anyway, you know? And listen, I love Odell. I really do. And I was even more happy that he was on the Browns for numerous reasons, but one, even that he, I don't, I don't got to see him play for the Giants no more. That's great. <laughs> so when I get him in fantasy, I can now actually root definitely for him and go full in. But he's with his best friend. I think it's going to benefit him, you know, life-wise, too. Like, he's going to be there with Jarvis, and Jarvis is, is a low-key guy. He's not in the spotlight. isn't complaining about things on the field. He's been there a year in Cleveland. Can kind of help his boy, you know, ease down and just relax. And like, yo, this is what we're going to win. We could win a Super Bowl here. Like, let's chill. You know, we're going to get the ball. Baker, Jarvis, Odell, uh, Nimjoku, Chubb and then Kareem Hunt uh, after eight and games. Kareem Hunt, they're all around the same age <laughs> yeah. with each other, too. They're all relatively the same age, they're all hungry young guys. It's gonna be dangerous what goes on there if they just do it the right way. So, I like it. Plus, he's an offense, he got an offensive co coordinator for a head coach and Freddie Kitchens. And <laughs> and the wide receiver coach is the, is the LSU wide receiver coach that they played for that they played for when they went to LSU, Odell and him. So I think I agree with you. I think both teams did a good job there. Not my number one in free agency. It would have been, but I, since you took it first, I had another one waiting in the chamber. But Frank, you got one on deck. Yeah, I I think the best one was Matthew to the Chiefs. I think okay. they that transition was effortlessly, and and you see how much better that defense played when Eric Berry was on the field. It's just, unfortunately, he hasn't been on the field. And I think they want to win right now, so they can't really bet on his health. So right. to have someone that's just as dominant back there is a is a big pickup for them. I, I think it puts them in a, in a great spot defensively. Obviously, offensively is phenomenal regardless. So I really like that move by the Chiefs. It, it was a move that no one expected, and... It makes a ton of sense. Yeah. And it does reset the market on safeties. Now safeties are being looked at like guys who should be getting paid because of how much they have impact-wise on the game. The, now him um, and, and, Land Collins. and Landon Collins are both going to be paid about $14, 15000000 million per year. Yeah. That's huge for the safety position. Earl Thomas as well. Earl Thomas same went in, to the Ravens. In, in, right, who went to the Ravens. Same He's going to be in the same boat, too. So, see, we're going to be able to touch on everybody he was and almost not even realize it. Earl Thomas yes. was almost signing a one-year deal with the Chiefs. Yes. And yes. the Ravens came up in and get, offered him a bigger deal. And offered he, him a and bigger like, deal with more guaranteed money for the longevity. So, he was like, okay. You really, you really see how much the safety position means when these guys get hurt, like Eric Berry or uh, Neil for the Falcons. I mean, if, you're, if your safety goes down, it, it's a huge part because they're almost like the quarterback of the secondary. You know, yeah. they're the one that, that's calling out the formations and, and the play adjustments. So it's a really big position to have a dominant guy at. I agree. I agree. My, my biggest move, and I told Frankie this before, and this is a sneaky one. M maybe it's one I should put for what I'm going to ask you guys later as like, what's a sneaky one that people is going to be getting? But I think a huge, a huge move is um, Tevin Coleman going to the 49ers, matching up with his old head coach in Atlanta, 
They have him and they have Jared McKinnon now. Jimmy G is going to be back. They'll have him in there. That offense and what Shanahan could start doing over there is going to look dangerous. They also got D. Ford, who's a great defender yeah, from Kansas City. Him up from Kansas San Francisco City, got. So the defense only gets better over there. And they got Quan Alexander from the Buccaneers. They got another. He's a linebacker. So they they got they made moves on defense, but Tevin Coleman on offense puts them more dangerous. He's a guy who him and McKinnon together are going to be very – I think he's a two – I. I I heard Frankie say this a couple weeks ago that he thought Coleman, correct me if I'm wrong, Frank, is a two-back guy. He's not the guy that can toke the rock, you know, all game and be the number one guy. I think he is, if not the best, one of the best number two running backs. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he's a number one. Right, right. And the more I seen what he did when Freeman wasn't out there, he didn't really dominate as much as I thought he was going to. So I think him and McKinnon, I think it's a great move. And I think it's also a move that they have the same agent. Le'Veon Bell and Tevin Coleman have the same agent. And I felt and, – and San Francisco was one of the other teams that was in the market for Le'Veon Bell, them and the Jets. There wasn't many from what, from what everybody is saying. And I think once Bell went to the Jets, then the agent was like, all right, well, now we can move you to San Francisco. But I think it was kind of like maybe a battle there, like which one are we going to go to? Coleman gets the second half. He's playing the second fiddle, I feel like, again, because he didn't sign his deal till Bell signed his. But I think his is going to be a heck of a move over there. I like him with the coach. I don't know why I really love that move. I just think it's it makes that offense so good. And I love seeing guys match back up with their coaches who they had success with because they know that player and they know what to do with that player, and he could be so successful. Um, sneakiest move. <laughs> sneakiest? There's some, yo, this is a sneaky move. I think there's a lot of sneaky moves here. It's definitely a lot of sneaky Terrell, moves. Terrell Williams. To the Raiders. To the Raiders. Had a, a lot of success in San Diego playing with Phillip Rivers. Then, now he goes over to the Raiders who got, also got Antonio Brown, which is, whoa. That's a heck of a move. That was going to be my other one, but I just feel like that's obviously mind-blowing move. Um, I got what, a sneaky one for you. But Terrell Williams matching you, up now with, with A.B., that's sneaky, man. And David Carr is the quarterback. I think it hurts him at losing, losing uh, Cook. And they yeah. lost Jordy Nelson. And they lost Jordy Nelson, but they're, they're, they're upgrading. You know what I'm saying? I believe Cordell Patterson went there, too. He did. No, no. Cordell Patterson went to the Bears. Oh, that's right. Which is a good move there, too. But I, but I, like, I like Williams. He's a sure-handed guy. He's a big-body receiver. And... He's matching up with one of the best on the other side. A.B. needed that when he went to the Raiders. He was like, all right, what, what a heck of a move. But they're going to need somebody else to take the heat off him. I like Clinton Dix to the Bears. Yeah, that's a good move too. Sneak. That's a really good pickup for them. Yes. They kind of just slid in there and picked that one up. Man. And they didn't really have to change anything on defense. but Right. And the Raiders got Trent Brown. The, yep. the And perfect. And Vontez Burfecht. Who can be really good yeah. if he doesn't tr- get in trouble. What Trent Brown does for you, though, is he stacks that line back up. He's from New England, the tackle or, or something like that. Yeah, the tackle from the New th- England. Heck of a player, man. The thing about Burfecht, though, is he gets in trouble for being too physical on the field. It's never he- stuff off the field. Yeah, Right. But on I- the field, he's a heck of a player. Until he, Heck of a play. Until he hit, hit someone in the head and knocks him but out. You know what I'm saying? It, it's not like but he's, he's only hit Antonio Brown. Now he's on the same team as him. <laughs> yeah, can't hit him. Can't hit him no more. If I, if I have to pick a sneaky move, 
I think it would be what the Rams did by sliding in there and getting Clay Matthews. Wow. And Eric Weddle. And Eric, Eric Weddle, Weddle was the obvious one, and then they got in. Clay Matthews now is on the Rams? How crazy is that? Wow. The Rams dumped Ndamukong Sue. They re-signed Flowers. So you got Flowers on one end. You got Matthews on the other end. And then you got the one, maybe one of the best, best defensive players ever, Aaron Donald, in the middle again. They don't need Ndamukong Sue. That's you know the saying? best secondary I think maybe I've ever seen. Well, uh, to okay, leave so now we're jumping back there. And Weddle. Wow. That's ridiculous. And they, they let Joyner go, right? Yes. He was the safety. They let him go. So. Yeah, they left one of their running backs. I mean, uh, linebackers go also. Mm-hmm. I don't know who that was. But, um, yeah, whoa, that secondary is crazy. Wild. Peters, Tlaib, and Eric Weddle. Oh, my gosh. That really? signing really helps Peters, too. Oh, yeah. They're there's one thing that happened that we kind of been avoiding, which I'm surprised and no one's talked about yet, is Bell. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking at that. Yeah. Well, we got a lot. We got a lot. I here. know. There's a lot. I'm juiced up. My blood is flowing. It could be the seven cups of coffee I had today. Yeah. Or it could be that I'm excited and about me and Mike just talked about Bell for 45 minutes on the way here. So <laughs> how do you oh, guys right. feel about why. that? All right. So this is how I feel about it. I think what he's going to do there is they're going to use him in a bunch of different ways. Adam Gaze is a mastermind. Offensive mastermind, right? Now he's with the Jets. He needed to get guys that I feel like he never got when he was in Miami. He never got the chance to get those guys because maybe they didn't have the money or whatever it is. But I think money was a big part about it. Now you got a young quarterback who could sling the rock. We know that. He may not be showing us really who he is yet, um, Donald, but he's good. Sam Donald is good. He's an NFL quarterback. Now he's got one of the best weapons ever that a young quarterback wants, right? A running back. And not only do you got a running back, but you got one of the best running backs in the NFL. And I guarantee you they split him out wide numerous times. Numerous times a game. He's going to touch the ball a, a ton. They're, they're going to use him a ton. Yeah, they're, they're going to be creative with him. What, the, what I found interesting about it was that he went to a team, though, that doesn't have any receivers. Yes, they got Jamison Crowder in free agency. They got a new Quincy Inua. Quincy they got Inua. Robbie Anderson. And they had that, that tight end. I forget his name, but he came on. Henderson? Henderson? I think oh, it, the tight they end don't might Jenkins be. Jenkins no more? I don't know. But he, mm-hmm. he, he was a tight end that, who, who was playing well at the yeah. end of last year. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what Bell does on a team with a okay offensive line. Not the Pittsburgh offensive line. A young quarterback and inexperienced receivers. Guys that don't demand double teams. You know what I'm saying? Like Brown did, like Juju was about to. You know, they, they had a lot of weapons in in So you're saying Pittsburgh. Like when when the defense sees the Jets, they're gonna be like, you know what? Stack the box. Exactly. Spy on Bell, because that's basically all they got. Exactly. I think now we're gonna see like, oh, here we go. I but, think well they need to pick up a receiver. Yes. And, and there's some available. Yes. Yes, they definitely have to. Um, Here's the thing with the Bell thing, real okay. quick, Mike. Sorry to cut you no, off. No, go ahead. I, I'm going to ask a question. Do you think he honestly wanted to go to the Jets? Because I feel like he wasn't getting, he he, he wasn't getting what he thought he was going to be getting. Mm-hmm. He thought he, I think he thought he was going to get better options. You know, he was a lot of teams were going to be interested in him, 
and the com- and and there was only two teams really that were pushing. I believe the the 49ers and the Jets were the only two teams that actually yeah. made an offer. Yeah, Ravens yeah. weren't even in it, and people were talking about that. weren't even in it. The Colts didn't budge on anything. N- and those were the only Texans. Two. The Texans didn't make a move. And he he said with his own word, his own mouth, he said, "I took the best, uh, contra- the best offer that was that was given to me." Yeah, because he because he knew that it wasn't it wasn't what he expected. Yes, he yeah, gambled mm-hmm. and it wasn't what he wanted. No, well, no. he got the guaranteed money that he wanted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did get that, but I I honestly think he did, he didn't he didn't really want to go to the Jets. Was what I'm getting at. I don't think he wants to be with the Jets, mm-hmm. but that's where he just got most of his guaranteed money. I think if you money. asked him at the, at this moment right now, would he rather play for the Jets or the Steelers? He'd still say the Jets. Well, that's because the, the the stuff that happened with the Steelers. But I, I, I think if any, the I Jets mean, are going to be good next year. But if you yeah. ask him team wise, would you rather play for the Texans or the Jets? What do you think he would say? I think. Obviously, he'd say the Texans, yeah. but I think that if the Jets offered him more money, he would still go and play for the Jets. So I think he's playing. Yeah, because he's getting the he money wants he the wants, money. and he's getting. Well, the, the important thing too is in the Jets is from what he's saying. Bell is saying in an interview with Sports Illustrated is that I just wanted to be accepted. I wanted to be like looked at like more than just a player for more than just a running back for this team. Like. I want to. He he felt he wants the to be love. The face, yeah, basically. He, and he felt the love. He said when he went in there from the owner, from the players, from the coaches. He said everybody was hyped to have me there. The you know, the juice was flowing in there. Everybody was like, yeah, you know, giving him a pound. And he said he's talking to the coach as if they're like friends. It ain't like you're up here and I'm down there. That was a big thing that they keep saying now. You know, that's the new story is Ben is above everybody. And, okay, yeah, what if, if that's the case, then that's the case. I could see that being the case. But I, I agree slightly with you in a way, Rich. I get that feeling. I know where you get that feeling from is that I don't necessarily know if, like, he's all, his heart was fully into, like, oh, yeah, the Jets, I want to play for the Jets. You know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, I don't know if I get that either, but there's a big part of me that says that, he does want to play for them too, so I get like a feeling about it. Yeah, I just think it's, I just think I didn't was not gonna see him in a Jets uniform, and now I'm gonna. Yeah, it's gonna say Bell. There's gonna be the two six. He's gonna be scoring a ton of touchdowns for them. The Jets are going the right way though. They're building oh, they that are. defense. They definitely, they are. signed C.J. Mosley. They almost had Anthony Barr. Yeah, that defense it was it was already pretty good. They just have to work on the offense, and I I think they'll get there. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they're filling the pieces. If they get a pretty good wide receiver, the Jets will be competitive in that division. Because yeah. Tom Brady's at the back end of his of, of it, basically, I'm gonna say a year or two left. Right. So the Patriots might be irrelevant, at, you know, mm-hmm. in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Miami's in a complete rebuild stage. Oh yeah. And then Buffalo, I mean, it's Buffalo. Who knows what they're doing? Exactly. <laughs> so the Jets have a great opportunity in in the next couple of years to be the best team in that division. Oh yeah. Oh, without a doubt. I like Des to the Jets. Wow, yeah, that's a nice move. He said he's available, ready to go anywhere he wants. See, that would be a nice move for him to go there. He he would be the number one. Looked at as a number one, right? Whether he is or he isn't, when people want to give him that, that he'd be the most dominant guy who has the resume better than everybody else that's there, you know, who's still in the prime of his career. I'm very interested to see where he goes, um, if he goes anywhere. I hope he doesn't mess around. I hope he learned last year, like just get on a team, improve yourself, and you can continue to play football and then take it from there. 
you know, these guys, I think Eric Berry is in that situation too we were talking about. They might have to just take the one-year deal and like, prove himself. I like Eric Berry to the Browns. I do too. And I like that John Dorsey was the guy that um, drafted Eric Berry. When John Dorsey was the GM of Kansas City, um, he, he so they have that connection. I would love to see him there. He would really help those young players oh, develop. Yeah. He would he would be a, a major piece for that locker room, even if he n- didn't really step foot on the field. Right, exactly. Unbelievable it would be with him there. Um, dang, who did, they just who did, LSU. LSU just scored a bucket to go in the lead, and this is over. Wow. Dang, wow. Rennie. Rennie had that game. <laughs> Rennie had LSU versus Maryland, and she had LSU winning. Um what was I going to say? But what were we talking about for a second there before we got thrown off? Eric Berry. Eric Berry. Eric Berry. Eric Berry. Um, I, li- I think Eric Berry is going to do it the one you like in Randall Cobb. I love Randall Cobb with the Cowboys. What a great move. Great move to have that guy. at. Tw- I think he's like 28, about to be 29 years old. Eight seasons in. He ha- he's a little banged up with the hamstring and the concussions. If he If he's healthy, I think he does a great thing. For us, well, I shouldn't say us, but for the non-believers of what does Dak do? Because they get now they got Amari, now they got Randall Cobb, they got Zeke, they got the line, they got Gallup and Alan Hearns when he right, comes back. Right, Witten, right, Witten. So it's like okay, <laughs> you, you <laughs> said that like that was right, a plus. Right, it, well, it I was leaving him out for a reason. Listen, I, I think that's gonna benefit Dak. I think he's it a will too. Great. He's a block. He's gonna be blocking a lot of people. He's gonna be catching a lot. But he, but he's that guy that you go to when you need a first. Definitely, guy. he's a red two. zone guy. He can get the little red zones. But I think this is what what they're doing is is they're they're setting Dak up like okay, show us what you could do. We got you to, we got you pieces that you need. You should be very successful. The defense is gonna hopefully take another step up. Hopefully that's what happens, or they play just the same they did last year, whatever it may be. I really like that move too. It's a it's a heck of a move. I think a sneaky move there is Golden Tate going to the Giants. That's a sneaky move there. I like that. Yeah. Needed I, I feel like the Giants need to make some type of move. What what are you what what are you guys referring to as like sneaky? Like these are some moves there though. Like, like wouldn't have some, something you didn't see coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean you you could say that from with all of these. Yeah, but like you had an idea where some of these big name guys were gonna go. And what I mean by sneaky is like that's gonna that is a it, it's a move that not many people are paying attention to. That's what I. So you think like like everyone talks about the Brown and the Bell and the Odell and so you think Golden Tate going to the Giants is like gonna better the Giants? Yeah, yeah. like nobody out there is gonna talk. Yeah, definitely. They had Sterling Shepard was their number one before it should Golden ben- Tate. It should benefit them. Is the thing. Will it is that's their choice on the field when they take it? But I would have to disagree with that. Really, though. I, I don't think Golden Tate. You think gonna they're help worse the with him than without him? After I, I, losing Odell, I just don't think it's, I don't think he's gonna be that big of an impact for the Giants. I think he's just gonna be an average wide receiver. I think Sterling Shepard's a better wide receiver than Golden Tate. Oh, you're crazy! That's crazy. I don't definitely not. L- listen, Sterling Shepard has got a lot of firepower and he could be really good. What, Gold, what, the, what did Golden, Golden Tate, Tate do is good in, 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 with the Eagles. Nothing. Yeah, he, but well, he, he got traded mid season. Yeah, yeah. He what did he, he do with killed Detroit? It. Killed it. He didn't killed it kill with Detroit. It in Detroit. No, he oh, was he, a he, he was an absolute. Great Which he was good every year. He was good. Matthew every year. Stafford's throwing the ball fifty times a game. You're any wide receiver that goes there. Okay, is I have want him. you to remember that when we talk about Carson Wentz then and what he's doing. <laughs> I want fifty times a game and then the stats are great. But yo, Golden Tate is good, bro. <laughs> he's good, but I just don't think it's gonna be you're saying sneaky, you gotta watch out for it. I I, I just don't see it like that. Yeah, look out for opinion. that one, man. I tell you, mid year you're gonna be like, whoa. 
Golden Tate. Ooh, Golden Tate. I don't know, man. You know who I think might make He'll be on your fantasy team. All the guys that Rich bashes (laughs) before leading up to the year will be on his fantasy team. And all the guys that he hyped up, he passes (laughs) up. He won't have. Right, exactly. Exactly. That's my secret. I can't tell. I'm pumped about it. I can't tell you guys my real (laughs) We're on to you, though, so you need a new secret. All right, well, I'll figure it out. I'm pumped about Demarcus Lawrence being back with the Cowboys. We're going to have to pay him pretty soon. That's going to have to go down. Um, This one was the Landon Collins to the Redskins. I don't think the Redskins. I think the Redskins defense needs a lot more than Landon Collins. Yeah, but that's where he wanted to go. And, so right, that's it why helps. They, that's why right. they landed him. It helps. Him. It does help. It definitely. So helps. now he might actually bring over yeah. a couple defensive guys who they yeah. might want to play with him. And they got and, a couple Alabama players there. So yeah. you know when those guys get together, they just they take I, it to another level. I read something too this week that that the Redskins might try to part ways with uh, Josh Norman. That is right. Oh the, really? The, the, okay. The corner? the corner. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I don't know. I read something. I wasn't. I, I didn't mm-hmm. read into it too much, but I just saw something that. Yeah, he ain't doing. He ain't doing much over there anyway. But I think what I do like about the Landon Collins going to Washington is he had a big inspiration all growing up. He was a big Sean Taylor fan, like myself, like you two as well. The respect the chat. Love Sean Taylor. Um, and Landon Collins does. Landon Collins does too. And did he pick was, a number yet? Not yet, but that's a that was a big part of why he wanted to go there. Yep. They're they're thinking about giving him twenty one. Yeah, they are. They are thinking about it. I don't think they will. He should wear thirty six. Anyway. Did you guys see the story? The other number that, Sean that he Taylor talked wore about there. that someone once he signed with the Redskins, Yo. they mailed him the the jersey signed, and he said he couldn't even open it. Yo, Daniel, I got goosebumps. Da- yeah. Like, Yo, Daniel Snyder. Did you hear this, Frank? Yeah. The owner mm-hmm. s- when he signed, he sent them a game worn jersey by Sean, Sean Taylor. I got goosebumps. How crazy is that? He must have had that in his chamber, Daniel Snyder. Like, yo. He was crying at the press conference just talking about the yeah, story. Yeah. 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 Yo. But th- that's, that's, that's huge. Like, I'm, I'm just sitting here. Like, Ed Reed, Sean Taylor, Ray Lewis, mm-hmm. those are my favorite players, you know? Yeah. Like, imagine I agree saying, with literally one of those. Saying. <laughs> who was it? But Ed I'm Reed. just saying. Sean Taylor and Ray Lewis. Oh, I agree with all of those. But imagine being like when we were younger. Oh, that's my favorite player. I would love to play for the yep. Ravens. I would love to whatever. And then one day you finally get there. Here's the thing about that, though. Like, I loved Sean Taylor. Absolutely love. I used to write 21 on my hat. I was at his last game he played. I was a Cowboy fan going to Redskin games and rooting for Sean Taylor, but, you know, wanting the Cowboys to win. Like, I love this guy. I watched him in Miami. I watched him the whole time. Bi- but I don't. I would. Ne- I never wanted to play for the, like, if I was him. But you're a Cowboys fan. Right, I guess so. I guess, he, but, but, but I don't know where Landon Collins grew up. I'm I wanted gonna- to play, I wanted to play for the Raiders because of um, Woodson. Yeah, like I could when, see when that, I was yeah. little and I envisioned myself mm. signing with the NFL. It was the Raiders, and I was basically yeah. Charles Woodson. But was he one? <laughs> see, your favorite player though is like, and that's when I like became like a, a Jets fan because of Revis. You know, right? So, but I have a. I, I guess my opinion from where I'm coming from with this, or where my brain went when you said that, is that I have a lot of favorite players on a lot of different teams that don't play on my own team that I root for, like the Cowboys. Like, of course, I grew up watching Emmitt Smith, so I'd want to play for the Cowboys. You know, if I ever grew up, I got to do that. I pick a player, and then I like that team. Right. It was the same thing with Michael Vick. Right, and that's where I feel like that question came from, and that's where Vick goes, too, is like, you know, I I loved him growing up. Loved him, absolutely. Um, But, like, I I wasn't like, I want to play for the Falcons, you know what I'm saying? 
I was, I was Paul wishing. Paul Pierce made me a, a Celtics fan. <laughs> right. Right. Crazy. But this, but this guy based he, – he picked his position because yes. of Sean Taylor. Yes. He played yes. the way he played because of Sean Taylor. Yeah. And now to be – now he's playing Sean Taylor's position yes. on the team. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, Crazy. Yo, you to, know one of to the be cool able to do something like that, it's just mind blowing, Rich. It's mind blowing for him when he puts on the uniform and he goes out there in the first game. He's gonna bl- he's gonna be how like you blacked feel, out. For how a would second. you feel if they if they allowed him to wear twenty one? Do you think no one else should wear that number? Yeah, you, no, that, even though you know the the backstory, how much like Landon Collins really did love this guy and yeah. was his favorite player. I would you kind of respect it? Or you still think it just should be retired? And he's your rock thirty six, Sean Taylor's. Other, other number. number, yeah, and I think someone else rocks it right now, but they'd give it to him. Um, I I don't know, man, because it would be pretty cool if he had it on, and if, how much if love he, he does has for to this see guy. that number again on the field. I think he should just do it for one game. I think they should allow him to do it for one game. I think it'd yeah. be so cool to see it, and even put the tailor on the back, rock the whole thing. That's I think it'd, I think it'd be crazy. cool to see, but. I I don't know. You have Sean Taylor's son coming up pretty soon too, yeah. and I I know he would like to wear. I mean, say eventually he signs with the Redskins, but I think if they do give him twenty one, that's it. Retire it after he's done wearing it, and that's yeah. it. I just think that I, when it comes down to it, I think they got to keep it retired. He's yeah. got to rock something else. When they played that first game without him, and they, they put no tech. one back, and they put no one back at the safety, yeah. they played with whatever ten guys. Ten guys, yep. Literally I made cry me cry every <laughs> time I see it or think about it. I'm yeah, I, I still can't get uh, through the thirty for thirty on uh, Sean no, Taylor without crying. Me either. Me either. So that 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 signing has so much backstory to it, but it's just like, man, Landon Collins, you could have been a cowboy. <laughs> That's what it comes down to for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's so much more to that story that touches my heart that I that that I, it's that makes me feel okay about you Frank, going there. But I wait ruin ra- the whole but, flow. That but we I wait rather you be somewhere else. We gotta, Frank, we gotta we gotta let the audience know something What's behind that? the scenes about Mike. When free agency time comes, Mike believes everyone's <laughs> going to the Cowboys, and no one every, goes to the Cowboys. <laughs> every it's single just like player. The Falcons. I, That's what I say. But every you day. see, do you notice that I never say, "Oh, I'd like to see that guy in the Falcons," because I know they're not going to go after yeah. the free agents. But so like, I don't bother saying it. <laughs> Exactly. I'm the same way. No. I'm like, I would like to see it, but that's not probably not gonna happen. Mike's like, nope, going to the Cowboys. Going to the Cowboys. Yes. Going to the Cowboys. Guy comes available. <laughs> Cowboys would be great for the Cowboys. It really uh, would be. I you were pretty it. pumped though when I told you the other night that Randall Cobb oh, they signed I was him. So pumped. I think it's what Dak needs. He needs a heck of a slot guy who could also go out wide, but mainly he's gonna be in the slot. I think he's an upgrade from Cole Beasley. I think he's just a big time player, Golden. Um, yeah, I think there's Randall only Cobb. one other thing that Dak Prescott needs. What's that? To be able to throw the football. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, I didn't think it was going to be a person. I'll tell you right now. Did the Falcons sign anyone? No, no. they 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 franchise tagged their uh, yeah, Grady, Grady Jarrett. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So the Ravens they they made two moves. They signed Earl Thomas, mm-hmm. Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. I like a, it. I like it. You I needed I, a quarterback, but I like it. <laughs> I, I think putting Earl Thomas in that in that uh in the in the, in the backfield secondary, for the defense yeah, secondary, yeah. I think that's huge. I mean, oh yeah. Overall, people, are they better or worse than last year? I think I. Dang, that's tough. That's a tough question because they also they lost C.J. Yeah. Mosley, right. so it's that's tough because you can't replace and they ro- Weddle no Suggs. and and no Suggs. W- Mosley's gone and Weddle, and you just replaced. Replaced them with uh, Earl Thomas. I was I was really hoping the Ravens would go get Justin Houston, 
but he ended up signing with the Colts. Mm-hmm. You Love still that. have that uh, end rusher from Detroit still available. Ziggy, pr- Ziggy Ansah. I, I think they should go for him. We mm-hmm. need some type of pass rush. With Suggs gone and Mosley gone, we got to get some. That, that's how the Ravens play defense. You, mm-hmm. They attack the quarterback, and they have and they have great defensive backs. So they Collins they, is still available, isn't he? Who? Collins. Jamie Collins? Jamie Collins. I think so. I believe so. The Browns released him, yeah. Oh, that's right. So I, they, they got to go out and get someone else. So I mean I love the I love the Earl Thomas pickup for the Ravens. The Mark Ingram thing I like. I think he the Ravens gotta stick with one running back. Mm-hmm. They, last year there was like fifteen running backs for us. Alex Collins uh, Alex Collins ended up getting Lamar released. Jackson. Lamar Jackson rushes the ball twenty times a game now. You had Gus Edwards that took over at the end of last year who was running hard. I think Buck Allen ended up getting released. So I I just think having Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram Stick with those two guys and see what happens. I mean, I still don't have faith in Lamar. I've been saying that, that over and over like and over. Coffee. That's yeah, it's disgusting. Okay. I'm good with that. I've done do it my whole life. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So at work, I put when I'm done drinking out of my my Yeti. For, shout for the, out for to the, Yeti for the people at home. You just had coffee in a coffee cup, <laughs> and now you're drinking water out of that same coffee cup without washing it. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's cool with me. I got listen. I'm a simple man. I don't need nothing crazy like that. It tastes fine. It all tastes the same to me. It needs needs to go down the pipe. Um, Rich, you do you feel better though about the Ravens D? Do you feel the same, worse, or okay with now losing Suggs? He goes to the Cardinals, which is weird to me. Yeah, why? So you, weird. Why? I think um, he, this. Be, or, I think this they is probably offered seventh, him more money. It's his seventeenth season, Suggs. Right, he's been in the league for a long time. So they I just ain't think, winning though. Go I, somewhere where you're gonna win at least. You, you he, got a better chance of winning with the Ravens. He 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 won a Super Bowl. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's. Did they get money? Cardinals? I forget. It was a one. Decent. year. It says it right here. Wasn't it a Suggs. two year? I thought they gave him a two I year. Um, but you lose Suggs. You lose one year, seven million. He got. All right. So I can use Cobb seven got mil. one year, five million. So he got. And me. he's gonna go. He's gonna. He goes to a team that still he has. I think they. I, I want to talk about this in a couple. Of I think the Cowboys got more of a chance to win than the Packers do. I tell you right now, Packers, Packers didn't do anything. The they Packers picked, got a got an offensive, the, got an outside linebacker. Yeah, from the Ravens. Yeah, who's um, really good though. Yeah, okay. But that's then fine. they but then they lose Clay Matthews. So like, right? What? And, and you like, lost Randall Cobb, <laughs> and you got you didn't help out Devonte Adams at all. So like, I, I the, whatever. Back to my question: Do you are you okay with losing? I mean, not okay, but losing Suggs you, and you, losing Mosley. Are Mosley you saying like, do I feel better getting Earl and losing Thomas. Weddle? I feel a little better. Right. Okay. Just because better I, than last year, no. You'd rather have not. Suggs, Mosley, and yes. Weddle. But there's the, the two linebackers that they're that they're going to be replacing Suggs and Mosley with. I have a lot of. I, I think they're great players. I don't mm-hmm. know their names off the top of my head, or I can't pronounce them. Right. <laughs> but either one. Either one. But I I think the front part of that defense will still be okay. Mm-hmm. The Ravens just play hard defense. That's how the, that's how they are. So no matter who they have there, I think that front part of that defense will be able to do what they need to do. Mm-hmm. It's always the secondary for the Ravens that that slack. I mean, Jimmy Smith, I'm, I I can't stand him as a right. Ravens fan. But to have Weddle or not Weddle, uh, Earl Thomas back there now with Tony Jefferson still mm-hmm. and Marlon Humphrey, like I I think that secondary is pretty good, if not one of the best in the league besides the Rams. Right. Right. All right, I got no problem with that. I just think losing Mosley at his, his he's still so good at his age, was, and losing and losing Suggs, who was the anchor there, who was the veteran, who was didn't show any 
sign of aging. He wanted to be Arabian for life. Yeah, he who should have been? Who should have been? That's like I, that's like if Ray Lewis would have left at one point. It's like what the heck? Or Ed Reed did leave, and I was like, why? Why? What's well, how did that work out for him? He right. played half a year for the Texans, right. and that was it. I mean, he. I think he, he has hurt. less had less in the tank than Suggs. Still got something in the tank, man. Um, T-Sizzle. I don't know. I, I, I feel like the Ravens were in better shape last year. I think they put themselves in a weird spot this year with, with getting rid of the guys that they did and not having having um, Earl Thomas there just replaces Weddle. That's fine. But Weddle was healthy. You know what I'm saying? Earl Thomas, Earl I think, Thomas is, is coming way off, better coming than Weddle. Like, yeah, yeah. When it comes what, what Thomas is going to be able to do for that yeah. defense is going to be a lot better than what Weddle I think they're doing. very equal, him and Weddle, at this point. I know Thomas is super explosive, and I love that, but Weddle showed me a lot when he, he – he was great in San Diego, but when he came over to the Ravens, man, he held his own down. I think Earl Thomas is more of a ball hawk than Weddle is. Yeah, I Weddle is read. more of, a, of an enforcer. An, yeah. and That's what I'm excited about. Earl Thomas makes more of plays on um, balls. Yeah. Yes. And, and, that, and I loved Ed Watch Reed. it now. I loved Ed Reed. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> What did I say? I didn't even <laughs> no, hear. No, Frankie said it. Frankie oh. said it. Um, Ed Reed, what? what I'm just saying, I loved Ed Reed, so I'm oh, very yeah. excited to see Earl Thomas play for the Ravens because they're kind of they, they're, they're ball hogs. Yeah, they're ball it's hogs. It's going to be exciting to see. Players. To very me, I, I, all these picks, at the end of the day, I think it's going to come down to the same thing as last year: Rams versus uh, Saints, and then Chiefs versus Patriots. No way. The Browns, the Patriots. I don't. I don't think the Patriots do good this year. The Browns have to be in that AFC talk now. They have to be. No, oh, one year with Look, that team. Yes, you no, got you're crazy. Sheldon There's Richardson. No way. They can Sheldon make, Richardson they can make on the that playoffs. defense. It doesn't Burning matter. On that defense. It doesn't matter. That defense is good. That defense is football's good. football's not players. Yeah. It's it's an organization. But look at what the, look what the Chiefs did this year. The Chiefs, we had no idea. Yeah, but what was you had Andy Reid as the as the. He's one of the we best got Freddie coaches. Kitchens. Yeah, what Freddie is Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens? He never coached Listen, a, an NFL game in his life. I'm a Ravens fan. The Browns are in that division. The Browns. There's no way the Browns yes. make it to the Super Bowl. You're crazy. I'm mm-hmm. giving them a good shot to get there. Oh, my Lord. That offense is going to be just like the Chiefs. And I think that defense is better than the Chiefs. There's no way. Oh, yeah. I, Patrick I Mahomes I is, is they have, much they have better the of Chiefs, a quarterback than they Baker the Mayfield. Chiefs running back. They have the Chiefs running back now. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's it's not about players. It's Baker, about the organization. Baker and Mahomes, both gunslingers. They're both throwing the ball. Who has both better both receivers? Accurate. And they're going to be good. Who has better receivers? The Browns it, do. Okay. It Who has a better tight end? It doesn't, it the Browns doesn't do. matter. Uh, no, the, the Chiefs, Chiefs do. Okay, okay so that's what they yeah. got better on offense. Yeah. Frank, you're telling me that the Browns, you don't think the Browns' offense is going to be explosive? I absolutely think they're going to be explosive. One, you, 100% explosive. All right, let's start here. Do you think they'll win that division? I think they'll compete for that division. Compete? Yeah. No, nah, they're winning that division. Uh, my my favorite team's division. in that division. I think the Browns are going to... I think it's between the Browns and the Steelers in that division. I think the Ravens took too much of a hit to I think battle. the Steelers even did. Getting rid of A.B. No, and I think Bell. they did. I, think they I, did I don't too. think the Steelers are even going to look close to what they were in the past. I think they're going to still win games. Yeah, um, But I yeah. think the Browns are going to win. I think the Browns are going to win a division. You think the Browns are going to be in the... In the championship game, now that's AFC a whole, championship game. That's a whole other story. It's a whole other story. If everything gels right, I think that and the the, up, the defense only got better. They got no, li- they no, got no, li- no. The, the Browns defense did? didn't get better. Yes, they got Olivier did. Vernon and, and they Sheldon got Richardson. Richardson. But they, they lost their safety and they lost Collins. Collins wasn't doing anything anyway over there. 
He was taking up space there. He had made no impact in any amount of time. And who was the safety? Oh, Peppers. I mean, I like Peppers, and I thought he was playing well, but I don't think he's – they might get Eric Berry. So that it may not be done yet. If they do, they're definitely and they, better because I think they're and better they already. And they lost a, a, a top defensive coordinator. That I think, but that I think is going to affect them. I agree. They have with to you. learn a whole new defense. I agree. You, with you. know for sure who's ever there on defense is going to have a different scheme. But the defensive coordinator is, uh, oh man, I don't know who it is now, but it's someone, isn't it the Cardinals? Didn't, oh, it, didn't the Cardinals occur? Whatever. Doesn't matter. The defense to me got better. The offense is crazy. The Browns win that division. The Browns are going to be good next year. There's absolutely no shot during the AFC Championship game. I bet my life on it. Be, don't in, do that. Being I bet my life on it. I really would. You be, are crazy. Being in the AFC Championship game is another story. Um, but I think starting off in that direction. Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. That's the Arizona head coach. Is now the defensive coordinator over there. Yes, they got to learn a new scheme, but he's got. they got players, man. They got players it's not about over the there. players. No, but they got guys who all play the right way. They all play. They all play team team football. The defense is. They just add in two more really good players on defense to a defense who already played with each other. But you know, once it comes to to the playoffs, it's not about the players. It's about the coaching. Well, you the know players that, right? Got to execute. The players got to execute as much as coaching as is possible. They can only tell them the scheme, and then they got they got to actually carry it out. If you got the guys who can carry but it, it starts out with the scheme. But listen, they they were good last year. The Browns were good last year. They 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 rattled off all those wins towards the end of the year. They were a good second. And they should have a bunch of wins that the they have the now, year. though. Yeah, uh, but they the offensive offense was being called by the same guy who calls it right now. Freddie Kitchens was the offensive coordinator. So now he's the head coach. Okay, fine. But it, they love this guy. They love playing for him. They know what he's going to do on offense. He's only going to get better on offense. They got to learn the defense. I totally agree. But I think the Browns have the players to gel together and learn a defense and make a huge impact. You think that – look at all the players that the Rams have. You think that if the Browns play the Patriots in the playoffs, they have any shot of winning? You're crazy. Yeah. They might not score they they might not rush for a yard. They might <laughs> No. They might no. have zero yards on offense. And You're they crazy. got Kareem Hunt. And they got eight games and they got Kareem Hunt. It the, doesn't the, matter. The Browns. Look at look at all the what about Todd Gurley? Todd Gurley wasn't healthy at the end of that year. In the Super Bowl. He killed it in the game before. Yo, the the Patriots lost a huge defensive player on Trey Flowers. Trey Flowers. They lost him and losing the offensive tackle. There's any if there's any team that can recover from it, it's obviously Listen, them. I hate to there's burst no, your bubble because we're bigger. talking about all players now, but the players don't matter. Yeah, the players matter. The players matter. Hundred percent players matter. They make up the team. And the coach can't do nothing. The coach here's the thing. All star teams in football don't work. We at least I think I I agree with you on that sense. But I don't think the Browns are an all star team. I think the Browns added one player on offense and free agency that is a superstar. But the two guys they added on defense are just really good defensive players. Vernon has been consistent his whole career. But I'm not saying that the Browns are going to be a bust. And I think that they're taking the right steps and they're going to be very dominant and they might be on their way to a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. But not this year. Maybe not this year because it's the first year with it. But do you you don't think they win win their division? I... I'd bet my life on it. Just, oh, you mean just the their division? division? No, I think they'll compete in the, for the division. Okay, I think it'll so be, here's the deal. If they I think win they it, definitely could 
win their division. If they win the division, you don't think that increases their chances of winning the conference? No. The only two threats they would have would be the Chiefs and the, the Patriots. Chargers? Chargers. There, I, there's Colts. There's mm-hmm. more than that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Here, I'll put it this way. I but wouldn't be surprised if they get to the AFC championship game. If they, win the, if, if, if they win their division, they're playing really good football, and they're ready to go, and then it's a playoff game. It's a one game. It's whoever wins moves on. Anything could happen. We've seen a lot of dominant-looking teams, and they got in the playoffs this year, and it's like, whoa, where'd everybody go? You know what I'm saying? So if they win a division, they are obviously a really good team, and they're gonna make and they're gonna make a splash. I don't know if they're gonna win the the conference, but there's a lot of good teams in that conference. So it's not no telling to any one of those teams. I don't think any one of those teams are the favorite to win. The Chiefs. The Chiefs are the favorite to win in, in the AFC. You think? I, w- I would say so. Okay. I don't think it's a bad argument. I think the Colts have a pretty good argument for as well. I think that that's that's a sleeper team this yeah. year. From I think it's a definite possibility. Get closer to the football season. We do those predictions. We'll talk oh, yeah. about that. Oh yeah, big time. Big what, time. What? Any other pickups that you guys found I interesting? Ma- I was mad that KJ Wright w- stayed with the Seahawks. I wish he would have left. You know where I wish he would have went. They um, kept Frank Clark oh, too. They no, tagged him. I don't want him anyway. They, who they do? They tagged Frank Clark, their oh, linebacker. Yeah. Yes. Yo, how, I mean, sorry, DN. How about um? Tyler Eifert re-signing with the Bengals. What the heck are they doing? I think they just did that out of like did him a favor. Yeah, because oh I think stop doing people favors over there. Yeah, do me a he's favor. Don't go. do me any favors. Yeah, he's got to go. The Bengals fans don't want any more favors. One year, five million. He's worth the same that Randall Cobb is and Suggs is. So you, to a when team? he's when he's healthy, he's good. He but ain't. The problem though. is he's never healthy. Right, he ain't. Never. Crazy. What do you guys me. think about Tannehill going to the Titans? That's, a, that, that, I, that's weird. I don't I, like it. Yeah, I don't know what they're trying to do over there. What are they trying to do to my man Mariota? I they, like it as an aspect as they're, they're getting themselves a better backup tight end because Mariota's always hurt, you know? So now when Mariota goes down, they don't have – who the heck was the quarterback that was – Taking over the, oh, was, the kid with the long hair. Yeah, a ton of different guys who cares. I don't even know. Yeah. But now Tannehill will be a good backup when Mariota's not playing. If but that's I, what it is, then okay, yes, I agree. But, with but you. that's the question. Is that what it is? Or are they this is Mariota's last year, right, Mike, you were saying under his contract? I believe so, yeah. So are they kind of going a different direction away from Mariota? What I don't like about it is that you didn't bring up a bring in a guy who is a clear backup. You brought in a guy who could Start. easily be the starter. And now you, what you do is you put Mariona in, Mariota in a bad position. I feel like, and you like, don't want Tannehill as your starter. No, like that's no good for nobody. No, no. But I, I just don't understand the like you, you all, you either you're all in on Mariota, and you're not going to put any extra heat. I don't like when the starting quarterback, who's in the position that Mariota is in, where he's not the, you know, he's not so dominant where they're where that's their guy and they're definitely going with him. I think they're at at some points they already, you know, could feel that like oh he gets injured he hasn't really won too much, you know, regular season wise or playoff wise. I mean I love Mariota but now you're bringing in a guy who if Mariota hasn't won up too a, much and right, gets right. injured a lot, you got the same guy. You got the same guy, <laughs> just older. You got two right. You just two got two the, guys who are the same. The real problem with it is you could have took and taken that money. And because there is pieces that that Titan teams need. You yeah. could have went out and got a wide receiver, got a tight end, 
got another running back. Yeah. You could have helped Mariota instead of hurt it, hurt him. Yeah. Oh, without a doubt. They signed Adams Humphrey. Adam Humphrey. <laughs> Who had the chance to go to the Patriots, but he made the decision to go to the Titans. What do you think about that? I respect it. I like it. You're going to respect it. <laughs> We're going to respect um, it. I would have went to the Patriots if I was him. Yeah. Say right now. But I think the reason why he didn't is because they got already got a crowded wide receiver. He got paid. Thing over there, and he got paid. Right. But they got he ain't going to get no shine over there. Yeah, he got in New four England. years, $36 million. Yeah. What do you think about the the Packers? They didn't try to increase their chances. They of think they Aaron they Rodgers. still think Aaron. Rod- oh, we got Aaron Rodgers. We could win a Super Bowl with that. We don't need nothing else. I don't think Devontae Adams, man, is gonna have the same year for some reason as he's been having because now he officially has him and a couple second year guys over there. You know, St. Brown and. Cummings, Hollis, Jones, whatever his name is. They got guys with 50 names over there. But no guys who are like, now everybody's keen on Devontae Adams. Is Jimmy is Jimmy Graham still going to be there? Yeah. Right? All right, so they got Jimmy Graham. Maybe they draft someone. They, I don't feel like I just don't know what they're doing. That defense over there. is still horrible. Yeah, picking up that the, the linebacker from the Ravens isn't mm-hmm. going to make that break, make or break that defense. No, no. That defense needs a lot of work. The offense, like you said, they they only have w- one wide receiver now. Mm-hmm. Who the heck's who? I mean, the running back position still up in the air. Right. You, well, you got Jamal Williams and who's the other kid? Uh. Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones. That's the guy over there. Aaron Jones is the guy. They got to rock. They got to roll with those him. guys. But I don't know, man. I don't. I, I mean, believe me, I'm happy that the Packers are not going to be too good. But you like Devin Funches going to the Colts? Yeah, I like that move a lot. I like that move. Frank, that's who we forgot about today when we were like, yeah. you know, the Colts need another receiver. Him and Hilton and, and Luck throwing them the ball. Ebron. Ebron found his the fountain of youth over there. He had a great year last year. I think uh, Marlon Jones, is that his name? The running back? What's the running back's name? Marlon. That's it. Is it Marlon? It's not Marlon Jones. It's definitely not Marlon Jones. Marlin. Who are you talking about? The, the running back? Running back for the Colts. That's completely off, isn't it? I think yeah, his last Jones. name's Marlon. Yeah, I think Marlon Mack. Marlon yeah. Mack. That's it. Marlon that's Jones. It. That's his cousin. <laughs> um, Marlon Mack. That's he, your cousin. He figured it out there a little bit. You know what I'm saying? He's on a roll. I like that move by Devin Funches going there. Good move, Devin Funches. What, what did the what Carolina do? They just got let Funches go, and they don't replace him. They just got they got like all five foot five receivers. They got well, five. Cam Newton said that he's going to be a virgin for a month to try to clear his head. He has one more week to go. He was on the talk show. Not James a virgin. <laughs> a vegan. For a month. No, no, no. no, no, no he no, gave no. up sex for a month. No, oh, no. he also it, is a vegan. Yeah. But he also he also just started being a vegan as well. Listen, we got nothing about nothing wrong with maybe virgin, that's virgins <laughs> or vegans. I'll tell you oh, right now. That that's thing. not why I laughed because I thought that's what you meant. I thought you meant vegan and you said virgin. <laughs> no, he, he said he's doing he all this He can't be stuff. a virgin. No. Right. He just gave up sex for a month. He's doing all this stuff to make I said his... virgin for a month. <laughs> I thought you meant vegan because I know I just seen him do that. I just seen him convert over. So to all bad. Well. You know he's, why he's, he's doing it? All bad. He's taking everything out. He's taking everything. Why he, is he doing it? To clear his mind? To clear his mind and make him mentally strong. By him giving up these things that he yeah. enjoys. Mm-hmm. That has to be the yeah. stupidest. I think there's I know. ways to The go single about that. stupidest <laughs> thing that I have ever heard. I read it today. I was reading... I was on ESPN, and it, it was like, it's on the headline. And I'm it's talking like, about the vegan thing. I'm not <laughs> even talking about the version thing yet. <laughs> no, nah, I'm talking about both. 
I'm Crazy. Me. He needs to add both of those. Yeah, they, they, the, the, he ca- needs to the start Panthers didn't add and anyone, He huh? needs to start loving his woman. <laughs> that's what he needs to do. And he'll get his mojo back. Maybe that's what he needs Maybe to do. Maybe stop wearing those hats with the feathers in them. Maybe. That could be it, too. Get I a pair know. of pants that fit you. Tell his team he needs a receiver or five. They really didn't get anyone. That's huh? not the same height as Mike P running <laughs> out there. He can't have five of me trying to catch passes out there. And a running back who's the same size as well. I, man, Carolina, they got to figure it out a little bit better. They definitely got to figure it out better. Um, free agency was awesome, though. Absolutely awesome. There's so much more that probably still going to pop up as well. Go ahead, Dante Rich. Moncrief to the Steelers. Steelers. Yeah, that's, that a kinda... that's a good move. That's a good move, He didn't do much last year, right, in Jacksonville, but Jacksonville also didn't have a quarterback. Um, they got a quarterback this year. Yeah, they do. They got, a, Nick, they got Nicky Foles, man. That's another one that I said was going to happen. I knew Nick was going to go to the Jacksonville team. That's a good move out of him. It's a good move for the defense as well, too. And what was it, two days later they cut Blake Bortles? You yeah, think he he's going to find a job? Yeah, I think he so. He got a job. He did? The Rams. Oh, wow. He signed with yes, the Rams as right, a backup. Yeah. Wow, that's right. I forgot also that happened. known as the guy that just holds the clipboard. Because <laughs> he ain't going in ever. Ever. Um, Adrian Peterson signed on for another year. Two years, actually. But it's probably a one-year deal with the second option. Two years, eight million. Adrian Peterson staying with the Redskins, man. He's got. He's just father time. No such thing. On Ted, his Teddy Bridgewater ended up re-signing with the Saints. With he the almost Saints. went to Miami. Yeah. And then he 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 backed he out. Backed out. He would have been the, the starter the there, right? Smart. I believe he might so. get himself yeah. a Super Bowl ring next year. Yes. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think it's, I just think it's a better system for him to stay in. Drew Brees is on his way out. I think he would just wait and waits his turn. He's going to be with the, reward him. I think I think yeah he, he would end up being a starter, and I think he I think that's the best spot for him. Mm-hmm. Danny, I mean that team is so good. What the, the Saints? Saints? Oh yeah, yeah Sean definitely. Payton's a great coach. Yeah, they didn't need to do much. Um, the over defense there. is ridiculous. The they offense lost Ingram, is ridiculous. Yeah, but they got Latavius uh, Murray. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that, that's. And a they got Kamara. Yeah, they, right. They got Cook now. They're gonna start using Kamara like crazy. Yeah, and Cook, Ed and Cook over there, Drew Brees Cook. and Cook are going to be best of friends. If you remember, Kamara was killing it when Ingram was out the yeah, first he was. few games. It jocked his style when he came back. He was upset, yeah. though, when Ingram left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're best friends. Yeah, so. He's a good dude, too, uh, Kamara. And I think Ingram is, too. They respected each other. Um, you said it, Danny Amendola? Going to the, going to the Lions. Lions. What the heck? The Lions move is trade, Tate. And not sign anyone else, and then get Danny Amendola, and Danny Amendola is just like, just get getting money. You know what I'm saying? God bless he's, him, man. He's just making. He's just doing his tour of the NFL yeah, right now. Yeah, he's gonna go on every Miami, team, and grab Detroit. a year, and keep playing, <laughs> and keep it moving, man. Tyrod Taylor goes to the the uh, Chargers as a backup. Yeah, that's a good move for him. It is in case anything, you know, he starts to transition out. The, the you know Philip Rivers in the next year or so, where he gets hurt and it's a little older. I think that's a little good good insurance plan for them. What do you think about the Eagles not having their insurance plan anymore? There is no, you know, no Nick Foles to fall back on. Right, that. no Nick You're Foles. Betting now. on C, uh, I think Carson Wentz. I think yeah. it had to be done. Yeah, you, you yeah. can't keep going on doing this. Mm-hmm. But it would have been nice if they picked up like a running back. Yeah, Jay Ajayi is still out there to be picked up. I, I, he's not with the team anymore. No. The running back and another wide receiver. But they had honestly. that kid that did good last year, Adams. Clement, you were talking about? No, no, Adams. Yeah, yeah, he's there too. I, but they need – I, I still don't think that LaShawn McCoy t- and starts um, the season on the Buffalo Bills. Frank Gore 
join they, him with they the They just signed, but, but I think LaShawn McCoy isn't there. You don't I think, think so? No, I think they're going to release him before the start of the season, and he's going to be. I think there's still some. They did get Deshaun Jackson. I forgot about that. Yeah, the Eagles getting Deshaun Jackson is a good move, man. Good for them. Deshaun Jackson deserves to be in Philly. He always wanted to be back there. I don't think he ever fit in anywhere else. In Washington and in the Bucks, definitely didn't fit in. But I, I like him going back to Philly, man. They're going to use him. They, they, that's a good guy for Carson Wentz to have. Him, Alshon Jeffrey, and Nelson Aguilar, Zach Ertz. Great move. Good offensive line. Great quarterback. No running back. <laughs> they also got Malik Jackson. The Eagles signed Malik Jackson, which is gonna, which is a crazy pickup for them too. Played in Denver for a while. Played in Jacksonville for a while. Now he's gonna go over there, man. That's good. But they lost Michael Bennett, who ended up going with the Patriots. Who went with the Patriots? Who tried to get his brother Martellus Bennett to come back and and, and play for the Patriots? That'd be cool. And uh, Martellus Bennett said, "I'm good, man. Yeah. I'm you making know- money and I'm retired. Not getting hit no more." I was just thinking of the all, uh, Ravens offense for some reason. So I saw that John Brown's gone. Lack thereof, you mean? Yeah. yeah. They cut Michael <laughs> Crabtree. Michael Crabtree still hasn't been signed anywhere. Yeah, I know. Cowboys. He'll end up somewhere. Oh, Cowboys. <laughs> had to just throw the it in. The audience just listen. Had Mike to throw thinks it in. everyone goes to the Cowboys. Had to throw it in. Oh, man. Free agency was awesome. Absolutely awesome. It's still not over. No, it's still not over. There's Drafts a lot of, coming up. Right. The, with the draft coming up, there's a lot of things still looking to happen that are going to happen, and we're, they're going to still blow our mind a little bit because there's still guys out there who could still make an impact. Is there anybody else you guys want to talk about I think that we, we left I, out? I feel like we got everybody, right? Pretty much. I mean, we talked about all the I talked about on the last episode all the guys that ended up getting tagged. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to talk about Demarcus Lawrence, Clowney, right. Frank Clark, you, you know. I mean, we, I'm sure we're missing a few, but uh, yeah, we got the gist of it. Yeah, not many. All, all the big ones. Right. And I really wanted to talk about that Odell Giants thing because, like I said, Giants fans were going crazy about this trade. I, oh, I couldn't yeah. believe it on social media. Oh, My yeah. friends are hitting me up. They're like, oh, you better make an hour window to talk about this trade. It's the stupidest thing ever. I'm like, what are you talking about? Best, what, the Odell trade? Yeah, they're like, Best. oh, the Giants are so stupid. Uh, like, everyone, everyone was saying it was so dumb for the Giants to do what they did. Like, Odell makes d- them a contender. Yeah. Oh, and they I, weren't I, winning with them. <laughs> exactly. So... You got a first, a third, and a and a and a, a safety to replace the safety you just lost, and you got rid of the drama. You got rid of the drama. You don't need that on your team. You should be more angry at them giving up Collins and Vernon than you are about them trading Odell. Definitely. Or you should be mad that they didn't draft a quarterback last year. Yo, I guess here's the other thing that. I found interesting. And listen, like I said, I'm a big Odell fan, huge Odell fan. But, like, what's the deal with him announcing that he's going, that he's going black on uh, Instagram, going dark on Instagram? Like, he's not posting anything. He's not taking phone calls. He's FaceTime. taking a vacation. Yeah. But he, he didn't mean from from Instagram. He meant, like, he, he was saying, like, don't text me or call me. Just understand if I don't answer, I'm away. And he's not posting anything either, right? Yeah, yeah. But... I think it was more like of people trying to contact him. But who cares, though? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't got his number. I ain't hitting him up anyway. The people who are going to be in contact with him. I think it's just a way to get, to, it's just to get more, it out there. It's just more attention, though. Like, he, Odell has got, like, I wish I could be his homeboy and tell him and give him, like, a little advice. Because, and that's why I think Jarvis hopefully is going to help him. It's like, 
no one like you're saying that so you can get people to talk about you so that you could either they could either think you're really de- depressed maybe about the giants trading you or sad about the giants trading you or feel some type of way and you got to get your thoughts together what the heck are you talking about man like that is a comment that you don't need to make you don't need that because the world doesn't have your number. The people who have your number, if you don't want them to text you or call you, just tell them. Send them a text like, you know, I'm breaking out on vacation. That's the way social media is now, Mike. You don't have it. <laughs> yeah, but who cares, though, right? That's how, that's how Rich, it works. If, if you're, if you're no, like, I mean, I don't do that. Right, if, but if you need, like, a little vacay from the world... I don't announce it to the world. You I don't, don't announce it to the world. I, I yeah, get what but, you're saying, but, but that's just... But we have maybe, maybe... Four people that are going to try to call us. <laughs> exactly. He has hundreds. Yeah. So no. to text hundreds of people not to call me for a month. Who's calling them that he don't want to hear from? I'm sure there's a there's a lot of people that call and text that guy. He probably can't pick up his phone half the time. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't fielding like this. Like he's his family's calling him and his homeboys are calling him. And it's fr- and, and and that's there's, it. There's more than that. If there's like a Agents guy. Agents and yeah, new teammates. They're, and, they're texting. And, they're calling his agent. You know no. what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no. I'm sure a lot of people Who, got that guy's number. Who's he? Who's he going dark from? I don't. I, it doesn't make. It, it, it's like who cares, Odell Beckham? Just I, be a football player and either post stuff or don't post stuff. But if you don't want phone calls from people who have your number, then just tell them, or don't answer them. So you're getting the number. There, there's been plenty of times where people have gone dark on social media for. A month, and and now you have to deal with the speculation. And I think that that's what he didn't want to deal with. Oh, this guy hasn't posted a picture in a month. What is he doing? Where is he? This, that. Is he depressed? Is this? I I think for him it was just get it out there and let everybody know what he's doing. So so that ESPN and everybody doesn't have to speculate why I haven't posted a picture in a month. Yeah, but what they do is they is they talk about it for four weeks until you post something. That's what I'm saying. So either way, they're gonna talk about you. Either so, way, so you saying I, I it, think that's gonna, what he didn't want. They're though. gonna break that down of you saying that, and then they're gonna after they break down that enough times of why you're saying it and what the reasons are, then they're gonna break down when you're gonna finally do it again. Right, but at, at least you just have disappear. it out there to your fans. Like this is this I is. I just don't listen like, to that. Listen to this. Just, that came so, from me. Just more drama around them, man. And that's what I'm saying. So, more drama so the whole them. point of this whole five minute conversation that we yeah. just had is. He brings attention that's not needed. Right. And the Giants don't need that. Exactly. They're in a they have to focus on rebuilding that team and getting that team where they belong. And having Odell, I think, just wasn't wasn't part of that a part 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 of that puzzle. You no, know, like it wasn't. It, it wasn't a piece for them. Mm-hmm. And they, they got rid of him. And the GM and, and the coach, Pat Shermer, right, is the coach mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. They were all on board to get rid of him. They said, like, we, we had to move on from him. Mm-hmm. To, well, to, I think they said it best. That was an offer that they couldn't refuse. Exactly. Why yeah. could we all see that? But then the Giants fans are. Well, you gotta understand what Giant fans are coming they, from. They like, just lost Odell Beckham. They just lost one of the best superstars in the NFL. I mean, one of like the names in in, in football, and they lost their best player before they got Saquon Barkley. But they all, Odell Beckham is an a dynamic receiver of speed and hands and agility and athleticism, and. I feel like they, even though they didn't do anything with him, and in one playoff game that he played in, he didn't do anything himself either. It's like you gotta. 
I get it. I get why they're upset because because it's just, that, that's who they that would, was the Giants. Yeah, that's who they would watch. Yeah, there's a billion fans who got the 13 they knew, jersey. They, they knew the team was gonna stink, right. but they still had Odell to watch. Right. But you still got you still got Barkley. Yeah, you I'd much got, rather watch Barkley than Odell. Barkley is an unbelievable athlete, and if if this team does it right and and drafts well this year, the Giants could be good again. The Giants, I mean, yeah. The that division isn't a runaway division. The Cowboys are definitely on top of that division right now, mm-hmm. but the Eagles and the Redskins and Giants—they're all. I, to be honest, I think all those teams are pretty much in the same same area. You know, they're not. Nah, you don't not think so? Me. No, the Eagles and the Cowboys are the two clearly best teams to me, and I think the Giants and Redskins are clearly okay. behind them. Okay, but not far. A couple pieces for the Giants, and they're right there again. Yeah, in, in a couple years, you mean? You know, they yeah. just start piecing together. And then yeah. the Redskins they make I, I, a few really good picks. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, if if, if they nail on Haskin or Murray this year, and these are one, I don't of the, think it's a quarterback. I think so. I think so. I think I think that they get a quarterback, a couple wide receivers, and they fix up that line. They will be a really good team. Here's the thing, though: the Giants have been making good moves pretty much in off in the off season. You know. Every year for the last couple years, it hasn't done anything for them. Their main thing that they've been missing for a really long time is a is an offensive line, is a defensive line. The defensive line isn't what it used to be either. And there was dominant guys on that defensive line. Those those things aren't there for them. They're rotating these head coaches in and out now, left and right. You know, I'm happy as Shermer's back there, but. They've made moves before. I think they're further than what most people think they are, and that's why I put the Cowboys and Eagles so far ahead of them, definitely. And the Redskins, too. They make moves here and there in the offseason. It just doesn't relate to wins for them, though. You know? The Giants, I think they have a better guy to build around now than they did, though. I think Barkley is a better guy to build yeah. around than Odell. But you only, have, you only have Barkley for a short amount of time. He's a running back. Running backs don't last long. Mm. I mean... You you got eight they, years. They got max six years, him. six eight years. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. It, they, could t- it could take three four years to rebuild that team. So that's good. That's within <laughs> the window, and that's great <laughs> for me to get the, the three four years. I of guess them so, I stinking. Guess so. That's awesome. Listen, it, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be, I think, an uphill battle for both those teams, the Giants and the Redskins. But I think I know they could do it. I know they could turn it around and come back. Hopefully, before that time, the Cowboys win a ton of games, but. Until then, we'll see what happens. Ton of free agency moves, more to come. Um, let's bounce a little real quick to the tournament, the NCAA tournament, which has been really good so far. A little couple upsets. Can I give my bets so that, here and there. that I could have? And that's what I wanted to do. The I RC, just wanted to, RDC crew uh, help me out here. I just wanted to quickly say a couple things. Look out for Texas Tech. They got a really good team in the tournament. Check them out. Heck of a squad. Heck of a squad. A lot of athletes on that team. Scrappy, athletic guys. Um, they impressed me a lot. Gonzaga, which I already knew they where well, they were good. They looked so good. Murray State, John Morant in his first game, right? Fifteen points, sixteen assists, ten rebounds. You know, against a a team in the Big East in Marquette, who's a good team in a conference where everybody says they never played a team like that before. He played really well. The test today is going to be something something big against Florida State, an ACC team. So now they hopefully, hopefully they win again, and Frankie will talk about that in a couple minutes here. But those are the two things to look out for. I had another team that I really liked, man. Auburn and Tennessee had a little scares there, but I think they're really good teams. Oregon, moving I think, forward. is a great Oregon team. is a scrappy team as well. There's a lot of teams Villanova, out there. Villanova, I really like. Yeah. LSU, I really like. 
Yeah, and LSU the, just won. The, the game that just started here, Walford versus Kentucky. Yeah. You know, Walford is, I, th- I believe, one of the best three-point shooting teams. Yeah, that's a big the, thing in the in the tourney, too. If you can get that rock up and you could shoot, man, you could win a lot of games in this I, I actually have this upset of them beating Kentucky because Kentucky's uh, one player, Parker. Is that his name? No. Uh, uh, what's his name? Forget. Chamber. Uh, Washington. Yeah, he's out. Yeah, Washington's out. So I think that's going to affect Kentucky. I think yeah. they're actually going to – I have this upset. Walford right. beating Kentucky right here. And the, I just, the I guy think, from this team just set the three-point record, didn't he, for Division One, Most three points yeah. made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walford. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They, they're one of the – I think they I yeah. think they are the best team, but mm-hmm. I'm not positive on that. So I'm just going to say they're one of the best. Right. Yeah, my sneaky made. team, man, which I didn't know nothing about, Texas Tech. Look out for that squad, man. Very sneaky, very scrappy, very good. Very good. The coach is good. I forgot who the coach coached for a while before he came over there, but it was another team that was in the tournament for a little bit, and then he jumped over to this squad. Is it the guy from uh, – what the heck's his name? I don't know. I don't uh, know. You have to look it up while Frank is I, I know who it is. I, talk, see, I see his face. Talk about the bets, Frank. All right, so I got Murray State over uh, Florida State. That's the money line, so I just need them to win. Yes. I got Villanova over Purdue. They're getting three-and-a-half points. Can, um, Nova's getting three and a half. Right. Crazy. And Baylor versus Gonzaga, I got the over. It's 147 and a half points. Let's go. Let's go. I need your I need your prayers and your Yes. Uh, I love all those mojo. games, man. I really like all those games a lot. I'm very excited. That's another team. Villanova, man, once they get in the tournament, they play so well. Um, it, there's and Ryan too, man. My brother-in-law, he knows me and him been going back and forth a lot on a lot of these games and saying guys that we really like and why we like them and stuff like that. So it's been pretty cool to do all that. Chris Chris Bird Beard, what's his name? That's the Texas Tech head coach. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't remember where he was before that. Does it say? Yeah. No. No. Nowhere famous. No. No. It wasn't anywhere. It was a small team, but they were Little good. Rock. Little, Little Rock. Rock. Angel State. Yeah, Angelo State, McMurray. Yeah. He's a Texas coach. Let me see it real quick. There was none of those teams there, right? Northern Texas. The most recent, though, was Little Rock. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that was the one that they said. But he had, he had success there at Little Rock. Then coming over here and playing well, man, that that was cool. The tournament is one of the best times of the year. The to- Even if you don't watch college basketball all year long, you are – in once this tournament starts because you find some bracket somewhere where you want to check it out and and try to beat somebody else i gotta uh, it's me versus my wife we both did brackets first round she had 21 points i had 20 so i'm down one but uh the winner has to buy the other person the freshy pair of sneaks nice yes we got we got a tournament we we have brackets going against each other too yes we posted online we just posted our final four matchups in the championship game Mm mm-hmm I think I I already posted that, so you guys probably already seen it. That's the RDC. Uh, RDC. Yeah, who, whoever wins that gets uh, another egg sandwich put on the <laughs> that board. That doesn't of, exist. <laughs> of, does that even happen? I just wanted to see that um, that Villanova that oh Gonzaga when they played fairly Dickinson, eighty-seven to forty-nine was the end score. What's that points wise, Rich? You can add that up real quick. Eighty-seven to forty-six. Eighty-seven to forty-nine. So they won by. 87 39? plus 49 equals 136, that oh, is. Oh, you wanted to add. I thought you were wanting the So difference. we need 147, right, which is 10 points away, 11 but points they're playing, away. They're playing, but they're playing Baylor, Baylor yeah. who puts up points. 
So that's why we like that bet out there. That's why people were out there. Um, that's why we went out there. It just makes it more interesting to watch the game too. We're gonna be pumped. We're yeah. gonna be rooting. Today's gonna today it's on tournament wise, man. A lot of good players. My man Clark, I think his name's Jordan Clark, the place of Gonzaga, man. He's just gonna be a top pick in the NBA. Um John Morant, another top pick in the NBA. They're both playing today. There's a lot of guys out there who are really good. The Texas Tech um Clover. Mabel and Lucci were calling him Four Leaf Clover. Um, <laughs> killing me, these two guys, man. It's hilarious. Uh, he pl- He's a really good player. I could see him playing in the NBA very soon. A um, lot of really good kids out there, man, playing basketball. And the tournament um, is rolling, man. Second round. What do you got, Rich? Who Who do you got? Well, first, let's go here. Mm-hmm. For the people that haven't seen uh, our Instagram page, right. I have Duke winning it all. Mike and Frank both have Gonzaga winning mm-hmm. it all. Mm-hmm. Now that we've seen the first round go by, yeah, uh, you you kind of already hit it, uh, talked about it a little bit. But what's a team now that you've seen the first round go by that you would that that you could say can make a push to win it all besides Te- the team that you picked? Texas Tech, bro. That's what I was gonna say. You pretty much hit all it. around athletic, scrappy players. Everyone's got length and athleticism. They could be really good, man, going forward. Really good. I feel like Murray State. I I think yeah. that they could make a push to the Final Four. I mean, not not win the whole thing, but I think they could have gone further than where I had them. Yeah, yo, if Murray State wins and Texas Tech wins and they beat Buffalo, it's Texas Tech versus Murray State. No, no, Texas Murray State would have to play Gonzaga or oh, Baylor. Oh, okay. Oh, is that what they Murray State versus Gonzaga? Crazy game. And Texas Tech would have to play the winner of Florida or Michigan. Yeah. See, I like Texas Tech's path there. They'd have to obviously play Gonzaga at some point, I think. I have Gonzaga playing. um, Who's all the way down there on the end? I don't know who I got them playing to get in. But there's so many possibilities who could win this year. I don't think there's a lock of who could win. Duke looks really good, of course. UNC won their first game. Virginia scrapped out a win and got their win so the, all the number ones are still available that's always dangerous but texas tech is a three and that's why i picked them frankie said murray state you have one rich i like i think out of the south i think oklahoma could okay. come out of that I, okay. from watching their game the other night they looked really good mm-hmm. they, i mean they, they dropped 95 points against old miss it was 95 to 72 yeah I just, that, that's a good scoring team Virginia is the number one ranked team in that division, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the Virginia was down 16 points. Yeah, yesterday. Virginia always stumbles in the tournament, man. Me and Ryan were talking about that too. They always like forget how to play basketball when they come to the tournament. And then, and then Tennessee is the other top team in that in yeah. that in that conference. And Colgate was playing well against them. Exactly. So yeah. I think Oklahoma has a good chance of coming out of that conference. Yeah, winning it just from how they're the playing. first game's always tricky though. You yeah, know, you got the nerves of the tournament, and you're playing a team you never played before, and you gotta look, make shots. And but what I, what what I look for is what you talked about with Texas Tech. It's just mm-hmm. they were this the, the March Madness is all about when you when coming on hot and yeah. and being explosive. Yeah, and that's what I look for. And this team was that in the oh, first yeah. round. They were giving it all. They were shooting, not missing, putting up a lot of points. Mm-hmm. So Crazy, I think Oklahoma man. would be a surprise. Not that's my pick. I like that. I like that. I like who we're going with here. Right now, Kentucky and Wofford are on. Um, and after this, when we head back to the house, my wife is letting me watch hoops all day, which is nice. great. Nice. I'll be with you. And um, what you got? You got something to say? 
We got oh. we got some fight talk, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, that's what we got to go. So we talked about the NFL free agency. We talked about our tournament, the RDC tournament. We talked about the NCAA tournament. We're going to hit a little bit of um, fights right now, and then we'll wrap it up for you guys. I don't think there's much in the NBA really happening. The season's winding down. Lakers didn't make the playoffs, which I called. You did, and I said they would end up in six, but it was without LeBron James getting hurt for that amount of time, which killed them. But I also think this quickly about the NBA – the Lakers will not have anyone on that team left when the year starts except LeBron James. <laughs> I agree. Every one of those dudes that think they look good in the blazer sitting there on the sidelines, Kuzma and Ingram and Ball and everybody else who's over there, see all you later. Gone. You're all gone. Seventh season in a row, the Lakers don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Crazy. That's not happening in Crazy. the Lakers. Crazy, man. Crazy. But I did call another thing that the RDC crew predicted you're gonna respect it tj dillashaw is a steroid user <laughs> no he didn't call that let's not we're not even going there let's talk about the fight he's really upset about that i am and what i said the other day to rich is like yo i can't be invested in these fighters anymore man <laughs> i just gotta take it for the purity and the love of how much i you love know cody UFC. garbrandt called that he said that tj yeah. Was taught everyone at, all at Team it. Alpha Gee, Male how to use steroids. He is such a fool, man, <laughs> Cody Garbrandt. Look, I like you and everything, bro. I think you're a good family man. You're a cool dude and everything, but you got to chill, man. Stop throwing people on. That whole crew threw him under the bus. Threw him under, made everything about And Whoop. he's been nothing but successful since he left them. Nothing but successful. But, and besides doing this, the, this hiccup right here. Right, but uh, whatever. But here's but, the thing. But they've been doing the same old thing, losing. I know, but here's the thing. If, and if, they lost Justin Buckles, who's one of their big coaches. He bounced on them too. He got no time for them either. So they 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 they're a little, they're sneaky, man. They're very sneaky over there. I'm they're just, the real snakes. With this whole TJ thing, <laughs> I don't think now. it's a good look for him because he's he's. Uh, been, oh, why would you say that? Because <laughs> people have been saying. That he's been doping, and he, yeah, but he it's never. A terrible he never not look. people. Two, it's a terrible individual. But it's, who sti- ha- who it's still been in conversation. But hurt about him but leaving their team. Exactly, but they still mentioned it, and then it happened. So now everyone's gonna think that he's been doing this his whole career. Even let's just say he never did. Let's just say this is we don't know the full but results. But he didn't for his whole career, though. He but didn't. we don't. I, we you don't think that. that? No, no, you we think no, that. we do know that. No, we don't know that. No, we, we do. don't know that. We do. We don't because he gets tested for every single fight, and nothing came up. So does Yoel. Romero. So what? They need nothing. There's nothing. Oh, you're crazy. There's nothing. You, you think that you there's can't people get in the UFC right now that, that, that are using steroids that are getting away with it? There's there's yeah. Olympic athletes that are beating those tests. Yes. No, those listen, are you can't you cannot say that. Listen, he was tested. That's all I can go on, though. You're going on that that he never failed a test. I'm not going on test. speculation. Yeah. But who if you're only that? going on tests, then then you believe when when they fail. Oh, you're going on to. Oh yeah. So then, you you think right. John Jones is But steroids? you have to do the same thing though. You have to judge the same way then. No, I don't go by just tests. What I, are you going by? Besides the test. That, All the information. What other people what? are saying the two what fools they look who, like. The two fools who want no, the fact that like Frank said, like when has TJ athletes, ever shown like the Yolo Romero one? Okay, I could see where you're going are with that. Pros but at, what at TJ did supplements show? and making sure it's out of their system before pro every athlete tries to get that edge over any other one. Listen, a- any other athlete, but it hasn't come up in anything. It hasn't. But all I'm it saying is the only but fight that it did. All I'm saying though is that it's been brought up in conversations. Now he fails a drug by test. his enemies. So but you think between his last fight and this one is when he started using steroids? No, no. Listen, I don't think it is when you people hear. 
PEDs, they automatically hear like this guy's taking so you something. Think, but what he's using, he hasn't been using the whole time. N- obviously it, not. It, it was only between his last two fights. Obviously to de- not. To to defend my not, it obviously it didn't come up in any other thing though. If it came up in other in other times where he was tested, then he, uh, yeah. But if it I never th- came up and now it did, then it obviously had to be from the time I think that he was off till this time. I agree with Mike to a point with that because he failed on this one because he he was making a huge cut to make this fight. So he might have took supplements to help him rehydrate, keep energy to you know to, to whatever, which might have been we don't know what it is. We don't know what he failed for. It could be it could be something stupid. You know, like he like, didn't stick a needle in his butt. We, I mean, so he, that could've, he could have be stronger. He could have though. We don't know what it is yet. I I'm don't just think saying, so. Though, is what I'm saying. The UFC has so many things that are that you can't take. No one sticks a needle in their butt anymore. Though. Right. I'm just but saying, I'm just though. saying from that point of view, like that point of view of like he's taking something. You're not going to gonna get away with. Stronger. You're not going to get away with HGH or all these other things. Right. But, right. But there is stuff that you can take that gives you an edge over other people. Which everyone and, and else is taking, though, is what, was, is what you guys are saying to me, though. Is, is I'm not saying billion, everybody every, else, but there's a lot of people in the UFC that are using substances that they know are illegal to get an edge on other people and are passing that. tests. I don't but think he did that. I don't think he consciously... Think there, there are people in the UFC that are doing that, and they're passing tests. Yeah. So you can't say that just and because be he passed tests before, he wasn't using. I don't think that that's fair to say. But I, I also I think mean, it is Lance fair. Armstrong, I mean, Lance Armstrong passed every single test that he's ever taken. He was doing steroids the whole entire time. That's a that's a different thing. It's a. That's it's a, not though, it, because you it can because pass tests while you're taking these things. It's possible. Okay, it, and then, it happens all the time. Okay, then everybody. Then here's the thing. Then there's no argument of this, and then everybody is doing it because no, no. everybody's getting away with not it. Not everybody. There's four guys who aren't taking anything. <laughs> There's people that are and there's people that aren't, but just the test alone isn't a good indicator of who's using steroids. So the That's other indicator is what's the other one? The eye test. Is the that what you're saying? Eye test, uh, your and reputation. Uh, yeah, but, but but that's all speculation, and I and I agree right, with you on right. that. But I'm just saying. Just because a person passed a test doesn't mean that they're not using but banned that's substances. All we have to we have to I feel like base it on that and not speculation. We have to at least but base it But once a person off of- fails a test, you, you then can look back and speculate and say, "Well, has he been using banned substances his whole career?" You could say that, and then you could also go to the record which they've tested him and say, "No, he hasn't." But I I don't think that that's a good indicator. You don't think that things are isolated incidents, like Rich said, he's maybe taking something or took something. It could be that. So unconsciously. But what makes me think it's not is because of his reputation. Yeah, but you're going. That's going on people who already have a bad rap, have it out for you. No one else ever said that. No one else. He went to Muscle Farm after, and nothing. Everybody from that team and everybody he has wrestled with and trained with before. Not even the guy Justin Buckhole said anything. He hasn't come in and said, it's Uriah Faber and Garbrandt, a guy he knocked out twice and another guy who was butthurt that he left his team while he was the champ. It's two people like that. And listen, Conor McGregor can say whatever he wants, that he knew he was a snake. That's not what he was saying. He wasn't saying he was a snake because he was taking steroids. He said he was a snake because he was trying to dip out on his team, which he didn't know what he was talking about anyway, which he could possibly be doing anyway. His his dang self is bouncing from his team, Conor McGregor. But another story for another thing. I just don't think it's like you're raining down on this guy and we're, we should be looking at it like 
from the, at least the perspective of like, well, he hasn't failed any tests, and now he has. But let's see what it is, and see what the see what the issue is, and then make our judgment. Yeah. But all all me and Frank are saying though is now that he officially failed, and there's he's been always been rumors, a liar. But no, but and there's always been those rumors. It just makes it look people are gonna think that he might it, it might hurt his legacy a little bit because people are gonna going to think he's been doing. See, his that's whole where I disagree with you. I don't. I don't think that it should hurt these guys' legacies as much as it does because of the amount of people that are using and because of the stuff that they are using doesn't give them... It's not like it used to be. It's not like baseball where you're taking these... That's what I'm trying to say with the needle in the butt. What you're going to say right now. But it's irrelevant at the argument that we were having, that it that he's taking stuff that he's not supposed to be taking. But I don't think it gives you the kind of edge that it gave Barry Bonds in... In baseball, you know, well, it, well, it's not, it's not the substances. If, if he took substance substances in his fights, that's not the reason he knocked out Garbrandt. Correct. It, yeah, but the reason why he totally. But agree. the reason why he might have failed this drug test because maybe he was taking a supplement to boost his energy. Because he failed the the pre-fight drug test or the post. What was? I'm sorry, I forget what it was. It was one of the ones that were that were for the fight. For the fight, exactly. So he might have and been so taking far, a supplement to like to give him energy or to like restore water illegal. or something illegal. Yes, and gives him an advantage. Gives him an advantage in that fight to win. But I don't think it's so didn't. much of a significant advantage that it should diminish his legacy. I think he's still but you also just one of the best fighters in the UFC. Agreed. But you all, you said that you don't feel like what he is taking necessarily gives him an advantage the way that the MLB players were taking something that gave them an advantage. Like, I don't think it's as much as an advantage, but I agree regardless with I of think, that, but, it's still an, a but banned energy, substance. But energy, yeah, but there's a billion... Di- marijuana is a banned substance that they said me, is a PED. That's considered a PED in, in, U- in the UFC. You're they changed me, that. You're but, telling me a supplement Right, in they UFC. just changed it because they realized... You're telling me a supplement in the UFC that will give you the edge, that give you more energy, and be able to. to it's an advantage. Exactly. It's, it's absolutely so you're telling an illegal me, advantage. Let's just say, let's just go back to the Cody Garbrandt Dillashaw fight. Yeah, but it's hold on. A second. Hold on, hold on it's hold on, an illegal advantage. It disadvantage in the writing. But what you just said that it's not. An, you don't think it gives them that. I think it does. Okay, you do. Because Frankie does. Because I don't think look, it's look, as much as an advantage, but how? it's absolutely an advantage. Okay. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Rich. But but I think it's a big advantage. Let's just say both. Both these fighters make a cut. He's taking a supplement to keep his energy level up or whatever. Like he's not draining himself as much as the other fighter. Now come the fight and the, the, the come to the fight, he's able to restore his energy. He's re- able to gain weight quicker right. than the other fighter. I he's going to have a huger. He's going to have a big imp- a, a huger advantage to winning that fight. He has a huger advantage of knocking out the other fighter. The only other fighter, if he's an equally good at a fighter, though. You you agree with that, right? Yeah. Like but, only if they're equally matched. Yes, but you're telling me Cody Garbrandt and Dillashaw weren't equally matched. Yeah, and I'm just saying, like, there's definitely an advantage of being able to boost yeah, your body quicker why, than the and other that's why opponent. It's illegal. Yeah, but you don't think that there's I, so I think many illegal I, things on this banned list? But they're illegal that, like, for a reason. It's not like they just pick these things advantage. out of a hat. Well, okay, well, hold on a second. So there, whatever that argument is, it is. I don't know anything about that. But what I'm just saying is there's so many illegal things in this, so many things they add to the list and add to the list and add to the list and add to the list, right? Year after year, it, it happens. So if you're, if this thing, this ingredient, whatever it is, because that's what it had to have been, an ingredient in something he was taking, right, is now comes up on the list. Do you not think as the fighter... Like, oh, wh- 
what what did I take that? Well, you're made giving that, him the benefit of the doubt here. No, no, no. This is. I'm just saying. Do you think he said this? Do you think he said to himself, what what came up and what was it in that I took? Or do you think he said to himself, oh man, they got me, and I knew that was I was doing that. Because of the person I think TJ is, uh-huh. I think it's the first thing. I think he might have been taking something and didn't know, and it popped. And and okay. he was a man about it. He said, okay. "Listen, I'm giving you, I'm giving back the belt so right. my division can fight." Here's the that's thing, why though. I think he. That's why I think it was something mm-hmm. that he got called that he right. didn't really know about. You don't think he said if, himself? If we're oh, talking dang, about this me. last month, though, you're gonna tell us that he knows everything that he's taking. Into I'm gonna his tell body. you that right now too. That's gonna be where my argument. And is he has go. the best people working for him that yeah. are breaking down everything that he can and can't have. Yes. So if we're going by that. Then he did know what he was taking, and he knew it was illegal. Okay, so here's the thing. I definitely think that once this all comes out, it's going to be looked at way more differently than what people are trying to pin on this guy as being a cheater and all these other UFC fighters saying that he should be ripped of all his wins and everything like that. The, the, the process that he went through and has been going through with the same coach for now the last three fights, four fights, whatever it may have been, Sam Calavaro, I don't know exactly how I'm pronouncing his name right. This guy knows minutely of everything that's going in to what TJ is doing. So if they were popped for something, it was something that they had no idea that was on the list because of the five billion things that are on the list. There's so many things only, that I don't. That, that I think it's a matter of time before most of these guys talk to Nowitzki and they send them what they're taking, and he he says, yeah, yeah. Then it should okay, be fine. Okay. The only right. way it should be, but it wasn't. Then the it's who's, way, then who's fault? Then if it, if they're sending them to the guy and he's approving them, it, but you're giving him the benefit of the doubt. What if there was something that they weren't sending him that they knew was illegal, but they thought would clear a drug test? I don't think they were. I don't think they were uh, uh, consciously taking something that they can get by somebody. I don't think that's what they were doing. I, I think mean, they were doing everything the right way. It could have even been a supplement that like they banned recently, and they and they didn't get the information about it yet. You know? Right, right, you know? right. It, it I just think there's like so much too. more to it, man. But there's we so say much- this all the time. If you're a UFC fighter and you know all that's mm-hmm. happening and you get this new supplement, you wouldn't take it. Because yes. it, it's too much of a risk. Well, maybe it's not a new supplement. It's just Definitely something that they've been taking that now they that now you can't take. But, but those tests, so those tests are getting less strict. But here's not the, more. Yeah, but he's been passing them and passing them and passing them and passing them and passing them, most likely doing similar things. Besides now the cut, maybe it was something different they added in or something more of or le- whatever whatever it was to to get. Maybe it's something that helps him put back on the weight that's illegal, and he had to take more of it in order to put the the right amount back on mm. the right way. Did, and did, he did. thought that maybe it it hasn't showed up before because he's only taken this amount, and it's clear. But he right. took now more he took this more time, of it. yeah, and he got popped. Right, yeah. right. we don't know. It's million, all speculation. Yeah. Right, There's exactly. A million things. Exactly. There's a We're lot going on, and that's why I didn't want to go into it because <laughs> I knew that would happen. But I'm happy we did because that was a good little riff there. But listen, this he's. I like the fact that you said what he did, Rich. He handed the belt back over like, all right, we're going to figure this out. Because right now only the New York, New York Athletic Association gave him, a, 
gave him a, a penalty. Nevada, you know, Nevada didn't yet, or whatever the the main. Yeah, because no one knows exactly the one what is. Yeah. it was. They gotta wait till everything goes down. But maybe you know, some he got word that this may happen. It's like, all right, well, let me just give this thing up now before we have any mishap of more drama. What is he gonna do? What are they gonna do to the division? I'll make up the decision for you, and whatever happens, happens, and I'll deal yeah. with it. And that just shows the type of character he is. Right. So a lot of chances, like you know, whatever, I pop, I'm keeping the belt. Like right. he he's letting his division still. Fight and fight for the belt, and he knows when he comes back, he's gonna have to work his way back yeah, up and yeah. earn it again. Yeah, that's fine. that's why I like TJ. TJ's yeah, awesome. That's fine. I'm good with that. The fights now tonight. There's some good fights on tonight. Frank, you want to run through a couple of them? Well, what do we want to do there? Um, I we'll could run th- through a couple of them, we'll but I, I'm not gonna event. bore you guys here. Right. We'll, we'll pick the main event. Yeah, let's pick the main event and we'll wrap it up here. It's been a great episode so far, anyway. Thompson versus Pettis. What a great fight this is for y'all out there. For, I know for the. The, the Pittsburgh crew, who my brother-in-law has been watching the fights with now, check this one out. The main event's crazy. The strikers, they're both like kickboxing, karate, taekwondo, Muay Thai special. They're going to be standing on the feet. They're going to be kicking each other and striking each other. That's what's going to happen. They most likely ain't going to go to the ground. I'll tell you what. Um, check into it. I hope Anthony Pettis wins because I'm always a Showtime fan. I've always been. And I'd love to see him in his first fight at the welterweight at the 170. Probably didn't have to cut much weight. Feels good about himself. Just got to stay healthy while he's in there and be precise. But this is going to be a little bit of a of an interesting, interesting fight. Because Thompson can kick and Thompson can strike and too. And Thompson is smart too. This is a very, very interesting dynamic dynamic fight. Yeah, I agree. I want Pettis to win. Yeah. Same. Th- I'm, a, I'm a huge Pettis fan. I, I, want, I want to see him do good again. Mm-hmm. But like you said, Mike. I mean Thompson. He, ha- I think the big thing that's gonna separate this fight is Thompson's reach. I think okay. that's gonna get Pettis in a little trouble. But I just think if Pettis could go back to the old Pettis, I mean he, the Ooh, kid's unstoppable. Boy. He has a lot. Of, it's crazy. Who do you think's win? Who wins? I'm, I'm, I'm going Pettis. Who are you going? I'm just gonna go with Pettis. I, w- I want him to win, so okay. I got I, Pettis. Frank, who you got? I think Thompson is I know. like I know. a better fighter in every single aspect. I, I think he's bigger. I think he's more technical. Mm-hmm. I think Pettis has way too much quit in him. I think you've seen that yeah. over the last few fights. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going with my it heart. It didn't with work me. at 155. It's not going to work <laughs> at 170. But I think it'll be a, a really fun and interesting match. I, mm-hmm. I, I think it'll be worth watching. Yeah. But I, I hope it's not on a boring show. fight. Put I, it they'll put way. on a show. Yeah. Put it this way. I wouldn't bet on this fight. No, I wouldn't bet on it either. There's no obvious I guy would. who's going to win. Really? Dang. If you if you do want to bet on a fight, bet on Curtis Blades tonight knocking out the dude in the first round. Yeah, Curtis Blades is going to take that <laughs> dude out. That dude's got a lot of talk, but until he gets a Curtis Blades elbow, he ain't going to be talking much after that. Um, episode 50, man. The RDC crew is here. We're happy to be back. Um, we're going to come back at again with episode 40, uh, 51. Next week or so, we're going to talk about a little more basketball. The season will be close to over. The tournament will probably, you know, you know, weed itself out of, of different teams who are going to be in there. We're going to see more of the other teams who are going to move on to the Elite Eight and the Sweet Six, or the Sweet Sixteen and the Elite Eight. And um, the fights that'll pan itself out. And uh, we just respect y'all. We love everything that w- we that respect is about. Y'all. We do respect y'all. I'll tell you right now. Because without the listeners, man, the RDC crew wouldn't be here. So thank you for this, man. I'm so pumped about episode 50. Peace.